Golden Deer Productions. Golden Wait, was that not it? Hey, answer, just, you forgot to answer. Is it ever in your mind, like, you're walking through a room, and you're like, yo, if anyone fucks with me, I could totally break your neck? Uh, yeah, I guess, but... Um, That's fire. But, 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 but the thing is... Like, no, no one could beat the but, shit but out of you. the thing is, like, I, I know guys that would, like, ruin people's days, and they don't look like fighters, so I know that, I know that, like, I could be, like, looking around, and there's, if there's just one guy that is just, like... Oh, you so know, you think that, there's that, other that, cycles that, like that, you out that, there? That, that, like a sleeper, yeah. Yeah, Manny Bermudez, um, 24. Uh, I fight professionally for the UFC. Let's fucking go! <laughs> Let's fucking go. Hi, my name is Manny Bermudez, and this was my golden hour. That was. You fucked up. That was. That was. <laughs> Water. Earth. Fire. Air. Long ago, the four dear nations lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the fire deer attacked. Only Derek, master of all four elements, could stop those boys. But when Boston needed him most, he vanished into the enchanted golden deer forest. Season four. The sink is good. So we're mad paranoid about technical shit over here. Like insanely here. I'll move this over here. I'm so paranoid about it too. Bro, I fucking hate it. It's terrible. So this is how I wanted to start all this. I need you to text my ex-girlfriend so we got some pro athletes on the show. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> Tell her to know what's up. Oh, no. <laughs> um, for reference, you might just have to kind of hover the mic a little bit. Just like on top. Like here. <laughs> yeah, is that uncomfortable for you? No, that's good. Okay, <laughs> it's perfect. And Adam, we'll we'll do simultaneous breaks. Yeah. Check check the video, check audio. But also, how I want to start is, hey, you gotta swing up. We do it every time, man. Come say hi. Milo, good morning. How's everybody doing? Hope you guys had a good St. Patrick's Day. We here. Yeah. Right, oh, so do you not like when I call you Adam on camera? Oh no, I don't matter. Whatever. <laughs> Adam. Adam's Adam. A, <laughs> Let's see. Oh, no, no. He's lying. He, <laughs> he didn't respond. <laughs> he glared at me. That's his alias. Well, well, that's what we were talking about, bro. He has no social media. There, oh, there's something, a, like, very mystique about that nowadays. Voice. Oh, he has the, uh, he's doing the thing where, like, if you cheat on your girlfriend, you're like, it wasn't me because, like, I don't have a Exactly. <laughs> there's no evidence. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so, to my right, I have a young man I just met. And I have an extreme amount of admiration for what you've been doing, man. Manny Bermudez, bro. Thank you for coming. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. 100%. So listen, I think most people who tuned in, because I asked everyone to ask us questions, they probably already know kind of what you do. But do you want to just give a little synopsis about like who you are and what's been going on? Now, do you mind if I swing this this way? Because we'll probably be facing yes. each other. Just probably like this. Like that. All good. Good yeah. to go. So, uh, yeah, Manny Bermudez, I'm 24. Uh, I fight professionally for the UFC. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Uh, and I've done it for 11 years. Trained at Sasha Sport Fighting down in Rockland, Mass. And, uh, you know, I'm undefeated. Like I said, I'm undefeated pro. I went 7 1 as an amateur and then 14 0 as a pro. Fire. Yeah. So dope. My win streak right now is. 
14 plus 6. Let's so, go. So, <laughs> so, 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 roll, bro. 20 fights in a row. Yeah. Well, so that was one thing. Like, I feel like you're at a point, and d- totally test me if I'm wrong here, but like, you're my, I'm 23. Okay. We're like the same age. You're like, like you're living your dream right now. Do you feel that way? Yeah, yeah. But I also feel like I don't know. Like, if I wasn't doing this, like, I don't know what I'd be doing. Holy (laughs) shit. It's like one of those things where it's like. You have to do it. Yeah. I like doing it. I have to do it. But, like, if I didn't have this, I'd be kind of completely unsure what I'm doing with my life, you know? Well, you've been fighting your whole life, right? Yeah, I've been training since I was 13. So, I mean, I guess Mm -hmm. all my. teenage life <laughs> well did, i saw it you went to school at a certain point i went to bridgewater for a little bit oh yeah, how much you hate it oh my god it was not for me it wasn't for me uh, go bears go bsu bears no i don't even want to drop their names though <laughs> but uh bro i i really hated academics too yeah, terrible what well, was, was your career budding when you were there yeah but like i was kind of through i was going you can only fight when you're 18 in mass program, or, or at least as far as they told me. And then um, I had my first amateur fight when I turned 18. And then... So, and so were you a freshman at BSU then? Yeah, yeah. So I, I was, like, fighting people and then, you know, like, going to class. And, like, it's just... It's just that stuff. weird balance. It, it is because you would go off and then you'd have, like, the high of, like, you know like you just fought in a cage just beat somebody choked them out and then you come back to school and then like in school you're just like you're like looking you, at a you're, textbook you're, you're, well, you're not that you're like like I'm, I'm good at fighting i suck at school so then like i'd bro uh, so, i know so i would go from like from you know the high of fighting to like the low of like a teacher's like hey what's the answer to this question and i'm sitting there looking at this problem with like my brain just like completely on like fry mode and then like this kid next to me like that you know, like, like from talking to the kid, I'm like, this kid's an idiot. Yeah. But like, the teacher asks him something, and then the kid just like whips up like, <laughs> like some equation. I, it's, out, I know, know, it's wild though, you know? because I know, because you're also like, holy shit, I'm in school, and like, I feel like it's making me feel feel terrible about myself, yeah, and I'm so bad. good at this other shit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then like, I think the classes I was taking too. I'm not very good at math. I'm not good at you know like. Uh, like calculus, English I, I, history, yeah, <laughs> nothing like that. But especially math, though, and um, you know, I took like calculus like three times or something like that, and it was just oh, you failed it twice. Yeah, <laughs> I hope my mom doesn't listen to this one though. Oh, <laughs> so you completely dub school, right? I mean, for good reason, obviously, but yeah, I kind of like walked away after. What just one two semesters or? Uh, I, I so I was there for five years. Oh my god! Yeah. So you ju- so you just recently left? Uh, like a year ish ago, yeah. Wow. So I think it was the the winter of last year. Like that was my last, you know, that was the fin- the, the end of my last semester, and then uh, I got picked up by the UFC in February. So it was so your like, pro career is going on this whole time as you're going to school. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! So, so that's why it's crazy too, because then like I'd be like. I'd be in class, and then, like, next weekend, I have to go to, like, Mohegan Sun and go fight somebody, you know? Or, like, or like I have to go to, like, you know, just, just somewhere, somewhere, like, wherever. So were you ever at a point, like, yo, I'm just blatantly wasting my time? Yeah, every, every single day. <laughs> so do you feel pressure from your mom to be there? Or like? I mean, like, they're, they're right, because it's, like, you need a backup. You know, you obviously need a backup, but, like. But you and I both know you don't really need a backup, bro. Yeah, but 
don't know. Like in case because you, you can never tell when you're gonna get hurt. You don't know. True. You know injuries stuff like that. Um, you know a lot of guys have to cut their career short. You know way before you would think they'd have. Mm-hmm. To, you know, there's that that boxer Pritchard Cologne. He you know he, he was I think hit the wrong way and then like sucking up in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. He's paralyzed. So that that's in the back of your head sometimes. No, no. <laughs> but, I mean you never know. Yeah, you never know. It's it's not like. I don't wake up and like go in the cage being like, oh my God, like I could like. I'm about to be like a paraplegic after yeah, this. Yeah, you don't, yeah. You can't I mean, think like that, right? Same thing happens, you know, you're going to cross the street and a car hits you. Like, <laughs> you're not thinking. I, I mean, thinking yeah, you're probably more point. prepared in the octagon than getting hit for a car. Yeah, but. yeah, and I think that's better because it's like, all right, like you get, you know, you get your medical staff there, the UFC, like, um, you know, you go in the back, you don't realize how many doctors they have in the UFC in the back room. Um, you know, all guys that like, like just really, really good doctors. Um, I ended up going to get an uh, I had to, I had to go see a scan. Yeah, I had to, yeah, so I got CAT scan, then had to go see a neurologist just for a follow up, and then um, the neurologist that I went to was over in Dedham, and it turns out he was the same one that like you know goes around and helped out with the UFC when when they were around here too. So it's um, it's cool. They have a tight network of people. So. He- why did why did you get an MRI? You got hurt in the head. Uh, no, no, it's um. Cascans, excuse me. You, you need to get one just to get licensed. So. Oh whoa. Yeah. So you, so like to get your professional fighter's license, you need uh, you need blood work. You need uh, just a regular physical. You need Cri- criminal background. Crim- uh, does, does it matter? I was gonna say Kimbo Slice definitely yeah. wasn't fully legal, bro. <laughs> he definitely had I some, mean, something under his belt. The UFC, I assume they don't want you know they don't want you having like any anything active, especially but. But it's for entertainment value, you feel <laughs> yeah, me? Some of those yeah. dudes aren't. Did you ever I mean, see any of Kimbo Slice's, like, his street his, fights? His old fights, yeah. Jorge Masvidal, he, he had one, too. He, he, there was a fight with Jorge Masvidal where he's, you know, like, he's got, like, a little man bun thing, and he's, he's just bare-knuckle fighting. Kimbo's in the background. Wow. And, and then, Where's this, in Florida? Yeah, somewhere down there. Those shits were wild, and, bro. And, yeah, and, and then, uh, you know, Jorge just fought this weekend and knocked out Darren Till. Like, That's wild. And then he went w- to, what's he his weight class? 85 i think Word. 185 and what's he, that like heavyweight that's uh all, all, all the heavier weights on the sand of it. yeah <laughs> like that's a different weight. world from you right yeah yeah middleweight or something but uh and then he got into a fight in the back room too with leon Ed- edwards a real fight well he punched him three times so yeah i guess i guess that's, that's a real fight a lot of testosterone going on in those ufc camps man yeah, well, i think it's just jorge i think he's just like fucking tap he's just he's not even like crazy persona but it just seems like he'll hit you if <laughs> worse comes to worse so have you ever seen that um i didn't want to really get into ufc drama but i think it's hilarious have you ever seen that espn it was like cormier and it was john jones i think and i'm gonna let you kill me <laughs> he was like he's like i'm gonna come over there and spit in your face he's like i will literally kill you i will kill you you've seen that right yeah no. that's hilarious oh, well, it, look, it looks like this and so they're just like sitting there like this and he's like you know i'll kill you right they're in <laughs> rooms like right next to each other doing like a press conference and, and, and he's like i'm not just gonna let you kill me <laughs> I know. He was like, no, he's like, I will literally kill you. Yeah. He's like, no cameras, anything. He's like, you are a sick human, John. Yeah. You are such, you're the scum of the earth, man. Yeah, then he gets knocked out. <laughs> I know. That oh was a wild. God. Oh, my God. He could have killed him. Literally. <laughs> right? is, is it weird for you now? Like, you've, I mean, because we're like the same age. Like, I can only imagine, like, I reach certain points in my career. And like you look up to all these people, and now you're like, "Holy shit!" Like I'm in the same league as these yeah, these fucking dudes. No, I, yeah, yeah, it's definitely weird. 
Um, like they become your competition out of nowhere. So just the other day, I did a uh, like a podcast with Dennis Bermudez, and uh, Dennis Bermudez was a guy I was watching. Unrelated to you? Unrelated to me, but the reason you know I watch him all the time is because we have the same last name. Mm-hmm. Where's and, he uh, from? Uh, I think he's in New York. Where? New York right now. Um, but hey, he, cousin Danny. Yeah, well, and so, and that, that's what the podcast became like. <laughs> like just us. Are we related, bro? Yeah, yeah, family dinner jokes and all that stuff. But uh, so I, I used to watch him when I was growing up, and then you know, like, because like whenever you play the video game or whatever, mm-hmm. like you just make a guy and you like, and use his last name because it's in the system. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And then, uh, and, and then he's what he what Manny's referring to is like they can, they'll give you a set last name when you create a player, and so Bermudez was already in the system. Yeah, and then so like you'd you'd fight with them, and they go, oh, Bermudez hits a like kick. Bermudez does this. Bermudez does that. Yeah. And, you're like, and you're like, oh. <laughs> Look, I'm in the UFC, <laughs> and and so then uh, and it was it was cool too because he actually hit me up to be on the on the on the show on the podcast. So it was, it was like, wow, this is so weird because I've been watching him fight for for so many years, and, and now like he's hitting me up to be on his thing, and and then we're talking on we're talking on because we did over, over the phone, and you know they're talking to me as if he like knew me forever, and it's, <laughs> it's just crazy. And I saw him fight too in uh, in Brooklyn. That was his last fight. So it's like my career starting up as his is, you know. Are you guys the same weight class? No, he's up one to 45. So maybe I mean specifically like you've grown up. Where were you fighting? Was it Cage Titans in Plymouth? Yeah, Cage Titans. Did my research, yeah. man, huh? I was on it. Yeah, Cage, I think I fought like 16, 17 times for Cage Titans. So, Word. Yeah. Yeah, so like you're like coming up like you're like young. You look up to a dude like, is it TJ Dillashaw is like top of the league right now? Yeah, yeah. So are you like. And would you look up to a guy like that and now it's like, holy shit, I'm yeah. like, now I'm not really just this kid anymore. I'm like kind of in this bitch. Well, I did an interview with uh, Dominic Cruz because right before you, um, right before you, you go out and fight, he, he commentates for the fight. Mm-hmm. So the commentators all sit in a room and then you go in and then they talk to you and just get to know a little bit more about you. And so Dominic, he was, um, I'm just going to turn it. As you can tell, we have a pretty professional setup here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Dominic was, was talking to me for a little bit, and then, uh, you know, I, I looked at Dominic, and I was like, Dom, I've been watching you fight, you know, for, for forever. And so... Is it like starstruck? Like, what does well, it no, feel no, it's like? It's not even starstruck. It's, you know, it's like a respecting. You just go, I've watched you for, for you know, a long time. And, I, and, and so now I want to choke the fuck out of you, bro. Well, and so, and so, well I mean, it's the thing. You're measuring them, too, though. You're you know, sizing like, them up. Yeah, you're sizing them up a little bit. But John Anik goes, uh, he's, like, he's like, you hear that? He's calling you old. And then for a second, I'm like, like looking at John Anik, like, thinking he's he's trying to start something you know no, not like seriously yeah. but he i don't think he like there's banter yeah yeah yeah, just like a little banter but like dom like knew where i was coming from he's like no like he he means that he's watched me fight for a while and it's a respect thing and then you know and then he, and like at first dom didn't seem too uh like personable or you know like like he was a, abrasive a, a icy but then after that he you know he was asking me questions he was super nice and then and it's cool now because he's asking me about what i think about excuse me about kids coming up now and and what but you're still you're like. still on the come up though right yeah yeah but they're asking me about like how many fights amateur do i think most guys need or have and all that and he's like sincerely interested in in in, in my question in my answer because when he grew up he didn't have am- amateur careers they they went straight to pro that's the weirdest shit that's like going on right now i see like 
I so I, there's a a dude. Shout out to Tarek. He's a go Tarek. Yeah, go Tarek. He's well, he's Israeli. Okay. He's like my wedding. So like they really love the UFC. Yeah. And so he was saying, like, the sport has shifted so much because these amateur fighters and people growing up and fighting have a, are learning a much more evolved version, especially of jujitsu. Yeah. Um, and so there's more of, like, a maturation process going from amateur to pro. Is that right? Yeah. So what's important is, number one, like, the ability to compete. So if you've never competed before, you know, it's it's like if if somebody told you to go on stage and you know tell jokes, you're gonna get nervous, and you mm-hmm. know, and then it's a whole nother level when it's like you're going on stage and now somebody's trying to kick your ass in front of everybody. You know, you're in your in your little shorts, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so somebody's somebody's out there trying to take your head off, and then you know, John can get to you. So um, the other part of that is some guys wrestle. You know, some guys box. Some guys they have they have their specialty, they, but but they did it to a high level so they've actually competed before so like a, a kid a kid that wrestled for college you know if, if he wrestled like like dillashaw wrestled in college right yeah and so those guys are used to going out every weekend every weekend compete 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 against a guy that's trying to you know beat you at, at what yeah yeah for sure so, so a sport like that is really good for you because you end up getting used to the competition but now if you're a kid that's that grew up just doing mma never wrestling never uh, like boxing, like you know, at least traditionally, you, you know? can't really practice fighting in, yeah. in a competitive environment, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, if if you haven't competed that much, that's what amateurs, I think, are for to to get used to comp- competing. Word. To get you know, you can take a loss there, and then it gets you know erased from your pro record. Like, so I, I think amateurs are important to to help kids. You start off their careers knowing what to expect. So when did that start for you? Uh, like I said, I, I, my first amateur fight was when I was 18. So, um, and you have to, so can you just explain the designation between amateur, like when amateur fight is, is an amateur league? Um, so <clears throat> amateur is basically just for reference. I, I'm only asked this because like, as you know, you're from where Attleboro, South Attleboro. I'm from Abington. A- Abington. Abington. Whoa. Yeah. Curveball. Yeah, yeah. Other side. <laughs> but, uh, and wait, and you fought where? South Shore? My gym's Sasha Sport Fighting. Okay, word. And then most of my fights were in Plymouth and all that. Word. Yeah, well, I mean, just growing up, you know, like, Massachusetts youth sports is, like, traditionally soccer or basketball, a little bit of pop warner. South Shore was a lot of, um, you know, football. uh, Lacrosse was kind of big. Lacrosse started booming. Um, Not not Abington, but a lot of schools around us did, like, hockey, and and I was never good. Yeah, so you were probably, like, one of one growing up doing this, right? Yeah, yeah. I had some classmates that dabbled in it. Uh, I was one of the few that, like, stuck with it hard. And there was kids older than me that that I train with still to this day that kind of, that you know, that stayed consistent with it, too, so. How did you have access to that so young? So, for me, it was... I, I just wanted to train. Like, I, I knew I wanted to do some sort of individual sport. I didn't want to do, like, a team sport. I'd been playing soccer, and soccer was tough because, you know, you got you would play awesome and then, like, still lose a game, or you'd play horribly and then win a game. And then, you, like, in your head, you're like... You couldn't right. dictate everything yourself. Yeah, yeah, or at least take the responsibility of, you know, winning or losing. Like, so it's difficult to, to, to go out there, play your hardest, and then lose as a team. Um, I knew... A sport like this, all the pressure's on you, and and I don't know. I mean, I was thirteen, so I don't know that I knew it was going to be 
you know, concussions and injuries. Mm-hmm. And all that. So, like, I'm sure, like, all, all that was something in my head, but I was so young, I didn't realize it was, like, a, like a real, real thing. And now you go out to UFC, and then, like, if you're backstage, you see, like, especially in the UFC, because all those guys are killers, like, guys walk in one way, and, the, and then they, they walk back into the locker room looking completely different, you know? Like, Misfigured. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was in the locker You haven't been touched yet, right? No, I was I was in the I locker room. Bro, yeah, <laughs> I, don't know, right? I don't even know how to do that. But uh, so like like I was in the locker room with Renan Barrow, who you know I grew up watching. He fought T.J. Dillashaw. He's you know a legend, and uh, you know he doesn't speak a lot of English or anything like that. But right, where's where's he from? Brazil. Brazil. Where? Uh, he's a jiu-jitsu guy. Uh, jiu-jitsu guy with good striking. He was like Jose Aldo's training partner. I think he did a lot of sparring, so I think he got a little chinny. Um, but he, uh, so, so he, he, he walked out, he looked pretty good in the fight. And then like towards the end, he, you know, he just got caught or whatever. Uh, he comes back in the locker room. He's got like a huge, like <laughs> ice pack on his leg. He's like taking the ice pack, putting it on his chin. And he's got like, you know, a black eye. All that and, and had you fought previously on this card? No. So I was just waiting for me to fight. Oh, so you were like, <laughs> yo, what the fuck? Well, yeah. And I mean, no, it, for me, it wasn't really like that just cause I, I, I've, you know, fought so many times, I've seen it all. Like, I, I think one of the few times where, where it was kind of like, all right, here we go, was when I was fighting in Plymouth, and uh, for some reason, everybody was getting like hurt, lit up. Yeah, everybody was getting hurt, and like the very first fight, this kid got like his leg, like, like completely, like just kicked apart, and then like he's he, so I'm Jesus, so, 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 so I'm, it's just like welts and stuff like that. But I'm in the background. I'm looking at the, the knots on this kid leg, and I'm like, well, dude, those are some big knots. Holy shit! And then this girl got cut, and that was one of the last fights in the card. So uh, this is when you were coming up there, giving you like a better slot every time. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so I was in the background, and then the, for some reason, the doctor wanted to stitch her up right where I was warming up. So, so, so she had a huge like laceration over her eye. Yeah. So, do you, does that like break your focus? Are you like, fuck, man? Uh, like this is so gory. I'm I'm about to go out here. I can't really be that intense because this is like this could be my reality. Uh, no, nah, because th- 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 you're so fucking animal. No, 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 no. Th- th- their fight doesn't really relate to mine, you know. Yeah. So, so as long as I feel good about my fight, it's not like. It's not something that I'm gonna be because I mean you never know you could get cut, but I feel like that mat- that probably matured over time for you though, yeah, right? Yeah, and like you start getting used to shit. Yeah, and like like cuts, I mean cuts suck, but they're not like, I mean as long as, like I don't want to see my you know like skull or something mm-hmm. like that, but like I feel like cuts are are not super damaging. It's all just skin, you know, and that heals back up. I, I think even worse is you know like like something that can affect your brain. Uh, you know, like, like if you get kicked in the ribs. And yeah. So like, if you were to see, like, you remember when fucking Paul George snapped his leg? Oh. Paul George, the basketball player. Oh, I, I, I'm not. I, I don't really. You don't watch. Or like, you see, like Kevin Ware. Have you ever seen those? Well, uh, they're well, like the, gruesome the, the, ass the, injuries. The, they're all super tall, skinny dudes, and the legs are just. <laughs> yeah, and their tibia just snapped. snapped. That's that's what I'm picturing. Yeah, and that's. Is, yeah, but is that tough for you to watch that I, shit? I don't like. No, I don't like watching that. Stuff. Okay, all right. <laughs> like, look at it intently. It grosses this is me fire. out. This is fire. <laughs> <laughs> it, it grosses me out for sure. But um. That doesn't really happen in the octagon, though, right? Anderson Silva. That happened to him. In this oh, did he kick someone and broke his own leg? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And, yeah, that was disgusting. Well, he tried to, he, like, kicked somebody. It snapped, like, wrapped around the guy's leg. He pulled it back and tried to step back on it. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, the, I I know they freeze that online a bunch where like the impact you can see yeah, is like yeah, curve. Yeah, and yeah, that's exactly what happened. And uh, so do you train for that? Like this is how to avoid something like that. You can't really, right? No, because I mean, like Anderson's been kicking stuff his whole life, so he must have shins of steel, and you know it's still. Still broke. This so, is just just what you signed up that, for, kind of. That, that's just the bad luck of it. But luckily, you know, you don't see that many of them. You know, for for one for one fight card, there's we'll say twenty fights. It's forty fighters, uh, and, and x amount of you know like uh, cards that they have. You you really don't see that too often. Anderson was the last notable one that I can think of off the top of my head, and that was years ago. Now, you know you know the picture I'm talking about. Pretty wild. Yeah, when it wrapped around it, yeah. So gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. I mean, ugh. But so you've you've never experienced some like really bad injury? Uh, I mean, I mean, there's a couple. Like, you popped an elbow out, popped my jaw out. Your jaw? Like, yeah. That, the that, fuck that, was that like? It was not fun. Like I caught an elbow, and then like and this was in training, caught an elbow, and then just. Like out of instinct, just grabbed grabbed it again, and it just like pops back in. I'm was like, it like insane pain? Yeah, yeah, it sucked, but I was like eating soup for like <laughs> oh my gosh, couple weeks. But um, and, and the thing, it thing, like it was just like cl- like click, and then just clicks back in. I'm like, oh, <laughs> holy shit! Well, that's what happened. Yeah, well, so I tore my labrum, yeah, and it's like it popped out, and then your instinct when you feel something pop out, like the human instinct is to pop pull, it, back it back in, but in, it yeah. hurts so much more popping back yeah, in. Yeah, well, and, th- and then the thing, so. Th- after after you pop it back in, it feels fine, but there was just swelling, and then the swelling after it is is what made me not able to move my mouth mm-hmm. and not open it, not close it. But um, you know, it's not. I wouldn't say that's the worst injury. I think the worst one was when I popped my elbow out, and uh, I think my doctor said it, it dislocated and then ripped a couple of ligaments, and then um, I had to do a uh, what's it called an MRI on it, and they wanted me to completely extend my arm, but the swelling like kept kept me so I couldn't even like you know bend, unbend, it. unbend it from this ninety degree angle, and, and so then like they put a pillow on the end of my hand and tried to like keep extending it and with an MRI, MRI. I guess you have to be super still the whole time, and then I kept moving just because you know. So like, you had to keep it, redoing it, the MRI. So bad, yeah, and they were mad at me because of that. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what, do you, what do you want from me? Yeah, what do you want me to do? You you try this. <laughs> so is that, and you caught all these injuries in training? Most of them, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think I cracked a rib once in a fight, but it Did, has it have the injuries in training ever fucked up the fight? Yeah, I fought one guy with like basically no hands because like I don't know if you can see it. Like I, I messed this hand up right there. It looks fucked and, like, for I, reference I, if you're listening. Yeah, <laughs> so I punched. Oh a, Jesus, fuck, yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I punched an elbow and then uh, and I I kept going in it like literally like. Two uh, a week or two before, I didn't know if I was fighting because, um, you know, like it hurts so bad. Like, <laughs> and, and then this hand, th- there's a ligament that goes over your knuckle. Dude, your hands look so fucked yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> dude got brick hands, bro. <laughs> so, so I, I, um, I punched a kid, and then the ligament like like snapped over my over my hand, and I guess just rolled up right there, and then um. Oh my so, gosh. so so I, I had no hands basically. And this is a pro fighter and amateur. This is a pro one. So I was fighting this guy who was pretty good too. He was like sixteen and six or something like this that. This was pre UFC. Yeah, pre UFC, and this was upper weight class and all that. And um, so you're just like, yo, I'm just gonna fucking sack up and fight this dude. Or well, like- I was asking my coach. I was like, 
listen, if you think I could win this fight with basically no hands, <laughs> you know, like I'll, I'll take the fight. But if you, if you don't think I, I can, then I might have to pull out. And he goes, no, like, you know, he had faith in me and that, that's me and him have a, a really good relationship. Yeah. I was seeing that in another interview. Usually like he, you say like he usually has odds in the fight and yeah, you, you yeah. usually take it into account, right? Yeah, well, I always ask him like, if you think I'm going to like, when, when I would get super nervous, uh, fighting locally and all that, I would turn around, look at my coach and be like, do you think I'm going to win the fight? And if he would, he always gives me a, a real answer, a real answer. And if he says yes, then it's like, all right. Well, did he ever say no, bro? Aren't you undefeated? No, he hasn't said no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just do a reverse psychology on yeah, you, bro. Yeah, he's just training me. <laughs> Pavlov or something. <laughs> but, or uh, what, what was Tyson's coach name? Oh, custom uh, Auto. Custom Auto, yeah. Bro, they, that dude Custom Auto grilled it in Tyson when he was young. He was like, you are the best. Yeah. You are the world champion. He's <laughs> like, thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, But he, um, hey, you know, so, so I've. That's I've, it's still your coach, right? Yeah, he's still my coach. What's his name? Uh, Bill Mahoney. Shout out to Bill. Shout out to Bill. And uh, so, so I do have you know like a good good connection with him. And if he says you're gonna win the fight, I just trust in him. And uh, you know, for that fight, and there was one other fight where I had like a, I I don't know if it was like a flu or what, but I didn't feel right for for months after. And I would show up to the gym and then just like hit the bag like three times and then just like just basically almost pass out. Dude, and, you live like a fucking insane life. Yeah, but but like. <laughs> So you do you ever feel like just like normal? Oh man, I don't even be honest. That, that's with you, one like, of those. Uh, so I usually that's I, mad I, disrespectful. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so I I never uh, you know I really had a lot of time between fights when I was fighting locally, and so I would be cutting weight kind of a lot, you know. And whenever I cut weight, you can you can see it in my cheekbones. My cheekbones kind of sink in. And uh, you know, I was miserable like all the time, but <laughs> but 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 people, but then like people would then for the UFC you get a little bit more time between fights, so you know I I, I eat more, I get a little more weight, and then but like, then you just kind of flush it all out, right? Well, yeah, you cut you cut the weight again, but so um like now like sometimes I get like I'm sorry, sometimes I get you know like a, a little bit more like meat on my face or like mm-hmm. a little belly or whatever, and then people people like. Well, man, you're getting fat, right? <laughs> but then people are like, "Oh no, you're, like, you're not like fat, fat, but like for you, you, you look healthy, you look normal." And then I'm like, "Wow!" So for all those years, like when I when I was cutting to you know to to fight consistently, I was I was just like super like <laughs> malnourished. Dude, that that cutting shit is unbelievable. Yeah. So you when you walked in, you might be what are you like five ten, five eleven, five ten. Are you are you like UFC five ten or you're actually five ten? I'm, I'm five ten. So you like tell five girls ten. you're six feet? Yeah. Oh no. I'm, Five ten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm five ten. Yeah, I'm six. I, I'm six six. I, I, I don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to. You're a pro athlete, bro. Check Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, so you have to cut to one thirty five. Yeah, dude, that yeah. is like an insane <laughs> yeah. disproportion, yeah. bro. Uh, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Really so bad. right now, how much you weigh? If can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Are you like one fifty eight? One seventy. <laughs> You have to cut 35 fucking pounds, bro? Yeah. What the? <laughs> when, so when does that start before a fight? Uh, so hopefully they tell me, you know, like eight weeks out or something like that. And then. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Dude. And so when, whenever I whenever I start um getting the feeling that, that I'm, you know, like when they, we start talking about like, oh, like they're looking for you for somebody for you for this day or that day. That's when I'll start being like, OK, like, let's just like start 
eating more more cleaner like you just be more careful about about the weight you know just because eight weeks is is enough time to do it but it still sucks dude so so that's a question like you you train at 170 right yeah uh so when i start getting into in shape i think i'm like 165 i mean but you're always training regardless right yeah but like i mean like like now like i'll go to the gym and i'll be like oh i don't really you know have to go too hard or you know take it easy on my body yeah yeah it's just going through the motions learning stuff it's not anything too crazy right now but but is it weird it's like yo, like you train like let's say you train like 165 whatever yeah do you feel like a different human when you're like when it's like about time to fight because you're fighting with a totally different body uh no because so a lot of the cutting i do is just water you know so so my last fight i only cut 12 pounds i missed weight but i only cut 12 you were, pounds. You were pissed uh yeah well, that's, a pay, that's a pay cut right yeah that's a 30 percent they hit me with but, it, it, was it a 50 rack payout it, it was no, no they hit me with uh well, uh, you don't want to talk yeah, about the business yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but i mean they, they they took five grand off me so, oh. so. but um and, and is it like frowned upon it to, to, to miss weight oh my god everybody's on my everyone was shitting talk, on you everybody's on my instagram talking shit about fuck me. you haters like, well no but they're like they're like oh my god how could you miss weight how could you miss weight i'm like bro like do you like food then shut <laughs> up <laughs> you were just dead ass starving yourself for yeah, weeks, right? yeah you're just starving yourself and then you're did just, you know going up you're like holy fuck i'm well, probably it, gonna miss this so and I, and I know i was gonna miss it but i know i'm never gonna have an easy weight cut to 35 I, <sighs> I i just went down to uh the performance institute and so after a week of like eating like crap and and you know because so i was like I fought on uh, on on a Sunday or a Saturday. You're talking about the most recent fight. Yeah, and and then the, like, the Benito Lopez choke yeah, out. Yeah, the Benito Lopez one. Uh, and and then I went to Vegas for a bit, and then I saw the guys at the PI on on, on the next Saturday, and we took like some body mass like test. Was it a DEXA scan? Yeah, DEXA scan, and then they they said that I was 170 and like 10 percent body fat. Like a week after the fight. Yeah, but a week of like eating like crap and drinking like crap too, and so so it was like, they said that you know it was like it was never gonna be an easy cut for me. Like even <laughs> even if I diet well, like it, so this it, is always gonna be hard as fuck. Always, always. So yeah, they. they I, I I don't know what's going on, but. I'm so gonna, do you, do you feel like you have to go up a class? No, no, I don't think so. Uh, I think if if I'm smart with how I do things, like I'll be fine here. I, I believe in you, bro. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be miserable half the time, but I'll, I'll do it. So, so what is that when you're cutting? So, mind you, I'm like kind of a nutrition freak myself. So, like, you, you're 170. So at maintenance right now, and your metabolism's probably fast as fuck. But you probably eat what, like, 2,700 calories a day? Right, right now. Yeah, right now I eat whatever I want, whatever I want. So I don't really keep track. You don't give a fuck because right you don't right know right if a fight's I'm, coming. I'm not fighting right now, so. So uh, it's so it's not some shit you can maintain. It, it, it sounds about right, though. It sounds about right. So then, at a cut, what are you eating? Like eighteen hundred a day? Uh, depends where in the cut we're at. Uh, when I'm getting closer to, you know, you microcycle, right? Yeah. So when when I go closer to, you like, take that off, bro. No worries. Yes. Yeah, do, do we have a the remote? Because I want to put on some James Bond in the back. I wonder. We put on. I, th I think it's on the ledge, bro. No, you don't have to pause it. It's fine. You see the remote? Yeah, no worries. Oh wait, is that it up there? 
Yeah, you got after me. This one, yeah. Thanks, bro. That's not it, right? That's the lights. That's a, that's a jewel. <laughs> not, not like his. Have you seen his? Have you seen his cloud as the smoke come in? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can you, can you check on the, the shirt? The ambiance. Let's put my gum out too. Yeah, take your time, bro. Is that trash? Uh, yeah, right in the corner. You can get up, bro. It, yeah, it's definitely a bond on. Pretty wild. Whatever, fuck it. Is it, is it under the, those things? No? Yeah, bro, if you ever have to pitch, you can check your phone, bro. I don't mind. I wanted to say this. I feel like Joe Rogan had to prepare for an MMA guest. You watch Joe Rogan at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I watch him. Actually, yeah. Uh, His MMA show? Yeah, I watch it a lot less now, but... Um, Coming up, I'm sure you saw his fighters yeah, yeah. on the show and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when, when it's an interesting uh, guest, I'll watch it. Um, I just feel like I've watched it so many times. I kind of get the formula of it. He's, know, he's you know? blowing, though. Like, recently, he's been having killer-ass interviews. Well, he's blowing up, too. I think he's just getting more um, more people that want to go on the show. Like, Was he supposed to have Kanye on or something? That would be mega. He, he was saying like he has to like sit down with Kanye and like get to know him for a couple weeks. <laughs> but, yeah. Kanye's like, we're going to do this the right way. He's but, fucking tapped. I'm pretty sure that they like actually like were trying like getting an interview set up or something. No, no, exactly. They are. Oh, okay. Kanye's like, I think this is gonna be totally major, bro. It's gonna yeah. be awesome because they're yeah. two like very profound thinkers. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say it again. Yeah, oh, he hit it. Did you see that? Yeah. That, which one? <laughs> His most recent one. He had one his, like, oh my god, that was nuts. <laughs> Was he nice. was like, I'm taking you to the the furthest point north. You're going to the center of the earth. He's like, I got a fifty ton cruise ship. What what's the craziest shit that's ever happened on your uh on your show? Uh there's been some wild shit, bro. There's been some episodes I can't air because people show way too fucked up. Oh yeah. People have been yeah, they've come up off pills. Some some of people's favorite artists have come up here and then I can't press it later because it's been tough. Really? A lot of names really? here though, huh? Yeah. You'll sign it afterwards, bro. Yeah, well, I was looking to see if there's any I recognize. There's a athletes wise. We had um, we had the the Mass Pirates. They're like the brand new arena football team up, and then I think we got a kid from BC coming up soon. Okay, nice, nice, nice. But yeah, so uh, and any crazy stuff that you can't tell us or not? Well, yeah, a dude passed out. Like, like he was so high, he like fell asleep in the chair. Maybe just boredom. Maybe it's the. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm maybe, just a maybe, fucking idiot. <laughs> no, maybe it's the uh, the, the way the voice sounds in the headphones. Oh, it's soothing. <laughs> yeah, you got the uh, David Allen Boucher. <laughs> Bedtime magic. <laughs> did you did you grow up listening to magic? And my parents would always put on the car, and I hated it. Yeah, it is. Just like <laughs> so boring. Yo, was Abington mad boring? Yeah, yeah I, I grew up in Lincoln, similar to Abington. Yeah, sound, they sound similar. <laughs> they sound whack, bro. Abington and Lincoln, yeah. No. Terrible. I can't wait to go to Lincoln. No. <laughs> Let's go play in some fields, man. Yeah, <laughs> they have farms up there. Yeah, it's literally a farm town. Yeah, it sounds like one, right? <laughs> you see, pegged it. How, how, how big is Abington? Not big, not big. Um, it's next to Brockton, it's next to Weymouth, so there's, oh, some, word. there's okay, some big towns next to it, but it's just like a little quiet neighborhood nothing crazy happens there. You, do you rep boston uh i'm from boston yeah <laughs> so you rep boston yeah <laughs> like, you, you kind of have to when you're overseas and shit yeah i'm, I'm not like anti because i mean if i don't go hey i love boston like nobody's gonna like me so <laughs> well no, no i mean like if someone's like yo where are you from you say boston right yeah yeah well 
Yeah, because nobody knows where Abington is. So. Can Dana White see right through you? He's like, I know you're not from Boston, man. You're from Abington. I, I, I haven't even brought it up to him. I just kind of... <laughs> Hey, dude, like, no, hey thanks me, for the please. contract, man. <laughs> Don't forget me. <laughs> he goes, where's Connor? <laughs> I think Connor was actually in Boston. Yeah, last he was night. at the parade. Yeah, people were hitting me up, telling me he's gonna be here, he's gonna be there. I was like, you, uh, you hit him up to train with him. That'd be fire. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, is he fighting again? He's talking about fighting Cerrone, right? You, you would know more than I would, bro. Yeah, he was. So he was supposed to fight uh, Cowboy Cerrone. I don't know if you know who that is. I, I. I binge as much UFC as I could yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's all good. But uh, I know that. Fuck. So, it. how much money would it take for you to fight like a Conor McGregor? Like me versus McGregor? You right so now? So me just like totally get my face mutilated? Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe get lucky. I mean, dead ass for promo, probably like fifteen bucks, bro. I'm saying the podcast's gonna blow up. We'd be straight, bro. <laughs> but no, but like, what if it's just, actually? Yeah, you'd probably blow up regardless, right? Yeah. <laughs> what about me? You and me had to fight. I was going to say, do you ever walk around and you're like, holy shit, I, you look at people like, yeah, I could choke the fuck out of this person and kill him. And kill him? <laughs> I don't think about killing him. I was going to say, you're, <laughs> mad nice, you're a mad nice dude, but but it's very instinctual to size dudes up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure you, I, I think I feel like everybody does it, but like if you're out somewhere and somebody's just being too loud and you just like. At a bar or some yeah, shit. Yeah, or like somebody starts talking crap to you. Like there was one, one day this. This kid started, started talking crap to me, and he came up to me, but he had, like, like a baby face, you know, like little baby Where is this, in, like, in Boston? Yeah, it's just, it was a, it was a long time ago, but he's got, like, a little baby nose. He's got, like, a tiny little chin. like. like and you're he, just, like, wait, you just want to uh, snap his well, neck. And, and this was, like, a week after I had just, like, <laughs> like punched somebody and choked him out, like, like in, in a fight. In a well, fight. Why was he chirping you? I don't know. He, yeah, he, he, was being, he was being uh rude to the bartender, and then. And then you said something? Yeah, well, I, I just, like, said, like, an aside, and then he was just, like... Well, that's the craziest thing about, like, uh, one, your frame, and, like, two, your presence. Like, you're not really... That don't seem like an aggressive no, yeah, dude. No, no, so I'm no not, one could know that you're just a fucking killer. Well, no, I'm not an aggressive dude at all, and, you know, like, so if I say something, it's usually just to make me laugh more. <laughs> more more to make you fight me, but I, yeah, I don't really do street fights or... Yeah, I was gonna say, but but is it in your mind sometimes? Like, mind you, I'm like I consider myself to be pretty aggressive. Yeah, obviously I'm not a trained fighter, but like I am kind of an aggressive dude. Is it ever in your mind like you're walking through a room and you're like, yo, if anyone fucks with me, I could totally break your neck. Uh, yeah, I guess, but um, that's fire. But 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 the thing is, no, no one could beat the shit out of you. The thing is, like, I I know guys that would like ruin people's days, and they don't look like fighters. So I know that I know that like I could be like looking around, and if there's just one guy that is just like, oh, so you think there's other psychos like you out there, like a sleeper, yeah, or like even. Just like if you see like a six foot four dude, with, you know, like huge muscles, I'm I'm gonna be like, mm, maybe, maybe not that guy. <laughs> yeah, but you would, but you would just get him in the Bermuda's Triangle, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, but like he clips you once, and then it's like, yeah, know, it's, it's a different ball game. But you know, still. How does that work, bro? So your your finisher move is the Bermuda's Triangle. Yeah, and you're also finisher, your nickname is finisher. The, no, <laughs> finisher. The WWE finisher. Yeah. Switch like when and music. When they're woozy, like yeah. <laughs> the health bar goes all the way down. Yeah, and then I hit him with the I like left, right, left <laughs> the square. A button, B button, A button, B button. I go left, right, left triangle. <laughs> sure. But uh, but so your nickname is the same name as your yeah no signature. And it's funny because I never even like. 
because we don't give ourselves our own nicknames. It's all just, um, you know, commentators, hypers. No, no, it's it's like your coaches, and most of the time they'll give you a nickname just to mess with you. Like there's this girl at, at our gym, and she, we we started calling her the meat grinder. <laughs> she's probably pissed yeah it, well, exactly and she, the matter she got the more we just like like she would fight and we would just go grind that meat grind that meat grind that dude it was great and she kept trying to like switch it switch it switch it and then she, one day we looked at her instagram and she had like put it as her little bio the, like, meat, the grinder. meat grinder and then we're like all right like you're growing into it now. <laughs> that's kind of a fire name yeah. yeah so when did you get hit with the bermuda's triangle um i think like kind of late pro uh I, I was hitting a lot of triangles amateur and all that but i think they uh because I, I kept getting a bunch of weird it was almost like the meat grinder thing like i remember one fight i can't <laughs> I, like me and the guy kind of didn't like each other and we were gonna you know like this we were, was cage titans yeah and, and this is an amateur fight and then like me and the guy are like like staring at each other we're ready to go we're ready to go and they go manny the mangling Mexican manatee Bermudez. Okay, you're like, relax. <laughs> well, well, no, because me and him are like, ready to go, ready to go. And then you hear that. And then like, <laughs> like I start laughing, like <laughs> like in the cage. And then it's just like, all right, it's the whole vibe just got off for it. Like, <laughs> you still beat the dude's ass though, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd be in like, I think two minutes or something. Let's like, go. Minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of a name I could give you. Oh, oh, what's your full name? Connor John Connor Hallway. Oh my god, that's like the most John oh, Connor. Hall- that's the most white name. <laughs> what of all what time. are you Irish? Oh, wicked Irish, <laughs> <You> bro. Irish? <laughs> Surprise. Well, so you're Mexican? No. no <laughs> then why do you call you the Mexican? Because yeah, it's a joke. <laughs> Fuck that dude. He's <laughs> racist. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm half Puerto Rican and half Salvadorian. Oh word. Okay. So I, was going I was gonna say I thought Bermudas might be Portuguese. No. So that's uh, no. Because like Dennis Bermudez is Puerto Rican. Oh word. But, his his dad was a Puerto Rican one, and then my dad is from El Salvador, and they both have the same last name. So I think it's just like Spanish in general, word or Latin or whatever. That's a th- there's a big Salvadorian population in Mass. I think Chelsea. They call it Chelsea. Chelsea. Salvador. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I got I got family up there. And near the North Shore, kind of Linfield. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But you're you're. Irish, just mm-hmm. straight up, straight up. Irish. I mean, bro, I'm just white. You feel me? Yeah, you, you not, <laughs> can't fight it. Not non-exotic white, not like just Danish or something. <laughs> just white. <laughs> Families from Boston. <laughs> a good kid. <laughs> Grew up in Lincoln. <laughs> well, my parents were split. That gives me a little bit of street cred, right? <laughs> split my time between Cambridge and Lincoln. Yeah, you're fighting the demons. <laughs> I'm still fighting them. <laughs> still fighting them. <laughs> Drink up. Oh yeah. So. uh I, I kind of just want to get back to the weight cut just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, of course. So you, so when it's time to fight, you cut 35 pounds in eight weeks. Yeah, but... In, in, so how do you not feel fucking weak when you're training? You get 20... Oh, I mean, when you're training, you just manage it, right? You know, you get the right time. You can get through it. And then I, I think... You, d- you don't really know you can do it until you get it done the first yeah, time, right? Yeah, well, I mean, you eat... So much more than you actually need. Most people eat so much more than they actually need, you know. So I, I feel, I feel like when when I'm doing everything right, that like I'm, it's, I'm just fueling myself. I'm just feel like every like I'll train and I'm like hungry, but then I'll like eat just enough to like get me through the rest of the day, and, and I'll feel fine. I'm not gonna like cry about it and all mm-hmm. like that, you know. Cause, uh, so do you, do you have like an app on your phone? You're calculating calories or like? Uh, well, I mean, I, 
when when you're eating kind of like the same meals all the you time, know. You kind of, you kind of what, know what is it normally it's like chicken and some vegetable <laughs> you're yeah. pissed yeah, yeah. <laughs> plain you smack it with some salt <laughs> cry. <laughs> cry cry out the salt <laughs> so that's probably would you say that's, a, that's the toughest preparation is the cut yeah it's worse than the fight 100 percent um worse than the fight is it, the do fight. you enjoy this bro <laughs> I, I like fighting yeah <laughs> i like fighting but i mean worse than yeah because like after i after i cut the weight then it's like all right like now, now we can just do our thing and then the, the only thing that sucks about the fight is that you don't know how much you're getting paid till after the fight happens you know you don't know what's gonna happen oh they don't you. tell you your contract beforehand well, i mean no you know your contract but like if you win or lose yeah because yeah, you, you get your show money and then you get the, the winner's purse so you don't know if you're gonna walk out with just your show money you don't know if you're gonna walk out with your show and winners what's the difference normally it doubles fire so, so, so if, if you if you just show up you get we'll say 10 grand right and that's to be that's at like the the, ex, the some of the lowest UFC yeah, that, fights, that's, right? That's like the probably the minimum. Of Definitely the, bigger check than that Cage Titans, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, so so you show up and you get you know we'll say the ten grand. Then you, you fight, you win, you get the extra ten grand. And then if you you know get a submission or a knockout at night, that's fifty k on top of that. So oh no way, it's yeah, that big of a boost. Yeah, yeah. So so sometimes it's oh the, so the, so they want to incentivize their fighters to go fucking yeah, nuts. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, granted, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but some you know sometimes like if you fought there long enough, you're gonna make you know the the price goes up the, the longer you've been fighting for the UFC. The more fights you have, the more popular you are. Yeah, I'm um, sure your che- your next check with the UFC will be bigger. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna just keep going going up. Um. That was one thing about Dana White. So I mean, people shit on this dude all the time, just because they're like, he's just a controversial figure. Yeah, but yeah. bro, he like fucking hustled to build that goddamn yeah, league. Yeah. Think of all the jobs he's created. Yeah, yeah. and what's well, a huge company, and I didn't realize that until I went down to to Vegas and I saw the the teams that they have down there. They Wild, hu- right? They have a huge production uh, team. They have you know like the social media. They got the doctors. They have they have you know a ton of people. It's, yeah, it's a corporation. Yeah, it's huge. It's so big. And then, um, he's know, out of Boston, man. That wild. Yeah, well, and, and I met Dana too a couple times, and he's just so like you can tell he's so busy, man. He, like, Spread thin. Uh, yeah, and like he came over to me and he, he like shook my hand, and all that. I don't even, I'm honestly don't even know if he saw my fight. I don't know what he knows, but he just like said, "Hey, nice job out there," and then just like went on. And That's it. Stuff. Yeah, he's like you talk to him for two seconds, and then he's he's out. So he so he doesn't give the go ahead for you to say, "Hey." Listening to Bermudez is like what were you eleven and 10 and zero? No, it's it's they have other matchmakers like Sean Shelby, Mick Maynard. Um, what about Kenny Florian? Did he, he give you a so boost he, at all? He has a connect, right? No, I, I never really met Kenny. I met um, for reference, Kenny Florian is a another prevalent UFC fighter. He's now he's just a commentator now, right? Yeah, he's a commentator. So actually, the the guy that beat me in my second fight as an amateur, uh, he trained out of. Kenny's brother's school, Keith Florian, which is also out of Mass. Yeah, it's it's out of uh, Cambridge or Revere or something like that. But uh, we're good. Yeah, yeah. So and I, I met Keith a bunch of times. He's a good dude. I never met Kenny, like I said though. So yeah, so is it is there a lot of politicking going on, like to get that first UFC bid? Oh And, yeah, and yeah. One, what did you feel when you got that chip? Were you like, holy fuck? I've been busting my ass my whole life. I finally got this chip. Yeah, so... Because that's what you work for, right? The thing that was annoying was... Cause like, yeah. The, the thing that was kind of annoying was that um, 
you know, I was 11 and 0, and there were guys that were like 7 and 2, 7 and 3 getting into the UFC. Why over you? Uh, I don't know. I, you, you, maybe the right place, right time. There's nothing you, you can know. do about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, nothing you can do. But, but so that, that was kind of annoying, and I was finishing people. I think I only had two decisions, and most of my fights, I think all my fights actually ended in the first round, you know? So, um, so, so then when, when I, I fought this guy in January, and then I beat him in, it was like, a minute like someone else like that yeah you have early finishes yeah, consistently they're, yeah, right? they're all they're all quick usually let's go bro let's go let's go can you just check the camera real quick please? but so then um i fought him and then within four days i, I got my, I, I was like training at the gym and then my coach goes on the phone which is weird because my, my coach never like picks up the phone and then like that call, but you, you could sense everybody was like, everybody in the gym was kind of like, what's going <laughs> like, imagine not being on the phone enough that you pick up the phone once and the whole gym goes, something's up. <laughs> Someone's either dead or this is huge. Yeah, that, that was my coach. And, uh, so the whole gym's just kind of looking, looking, looking. And then like he, he comes over and says something, right. But to he, you, yeah, but he like, kind of like mumbled it. So I didn't hear what he said, but everybody, but everybody starts cheering. Right. And so I'm like, what? <laughs> like, because I didn't hear. That's so dope. Yeah, but I didn't hear what you said. So everybody, everybody's done cheering, and I'm like, all right. Like, I literally didn't hear what you said. <laughs> and then he said again, and I was like, oh, oh cool. I'm in the so UFC. what did he say? He was like, they, they like, want to sign you. He's like, you're in the UFC now. Oh man, good for you, bro. But so then I was like, all right, that's awesome. But then I was like, that's all he said. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's cool. But who am I fighting? When am I fighting? When do I have to make the weight? You know, because then you start worrying about like. Like, am I, am I fighting, you know... Do I have to sign papers? I, what am I well, doing? Well, no, yeah, like, am I fighting Cody Garbrandt? Or am I fighting, you know, who, who uh, am an I up and coming guy. Yeah. yeah, so I ended up fighting this kid from... Uh, Davey Grant. No, that that was... That's Albert, the next one. Albert Morales. He was from... Cali somewhere. West Coast kid. Folded him, right? Uh, So that was my first UFC fight, and I got kind of... You were probably nervous as fuck, yeah, right? Yeah, I froze up. I froze up there. I ended up finishing him in the second, but I don't, I don't feel like I, I looked the way that I, I, sh- I, I didn't look that good. I didn't think so. Well, that was probably just also a confidence thing, bro. Yeah. You're like, this is my first fight. You yeah. just don't feel comfortable. Well, no, you walk out there and your hands are heavy and all, all that stuff. Well, what is it? Like, I, I don't even mean to sound very cinematic, but what is that fucking like, bro? It's like, yo, yeah. I this is the, what I've fucking been manifesting my whole life. Yeah. Now I'm out here. Fuck. I got here. Now I have to fucking win, dude. Well, well that, that's, that's when my hands froze up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You're looking uh, around like, holy uh, shit. Like, oh, there's a lot of people. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's cool, man. It's a lot cooler when you're done with it, though. Um, I was never really good. And at, you win. Yeah, I was never really good with, like, interviews or nothing like that. You're doing great, bro. Oh, thank you. Thank you. But then, um, you know, afterwards, like, you're all sweaty. You just fought some dude, and they, they shove a mic in your face, and they're asking you questions, and you're like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, it's overwhelming. It's very overwhelming sometimes, but it's cool, though. Like This was this was the beginning of 2018. Yeah, beginning of last this year. This 23, like. Yeah. And uh, be, being able to, like, fight, and then you look up into the crowd, and it's like, wow, there's a ton of people here. It's like a big stadium. Is that how um, you always visualized it? No, nah, because, like, I'm so used to fighting locally. I was so used to fighting locally, you know. Um, you obviously think like, oh, like one day it'd be cool to do that. One day it'd be cool to do that. But you don't like go through that. So it was never like in your mind like, yo, I'm like when you're coming up and training, you're like, yo, I'm going to experience this one day and I'm going to like look out at this shit. 
Yeah, yeah, but like I was thinking about the fighting. I wasn't thinking yeah. about the the can't really like, enjoy it until everything after. around it, you know, because you you don't know what's going what goes on. Like you don't know you're in the same stadium as you know some famous basketball team mm-hmm. or anything like that. You're like, oh, this is where I think uh, so. Talking Stick, I think they had the Suns or something like that. So I was like, oh, this is where the Suns play, and then like I'm in their locker room, and then mm-hmm. I'm walking out, and then when you're walking out, you're like, oh, this is the same place where. Where, where they do all that stuff and now there's like huge cameras they get like those hd cameras that like it's just like real around. just fucking it's pro man yeah it's pro and then like I, I was uh fighting a west coast kid and the fight was in arizona on my last one so you had like no one there for you yeah no, i got nobody there and so, but like everybody's you know yelling and screaming and you like booing and like the booing like doesn't matter but Dude, imagine just all the fucking emotions <laughs> you're that, feeling that's what it is like you see everybody's all emotional and all that but by my third one, I'd gotten kind of, you know, more used to it, mm-hmm. and I felt I felt normal. Feel more poised. I felt normal in there, you know. Um, and, and so I'm walking out, and for you me, fucked that dude up, bro. I saw it on yeah, TV. It was wild. Yeah. So so I like, I I was walking to the cage, and you could see everybody being like, oh, like this kid's gonna get smashed. This kid's gonna get smashed, and then like just were you just like, like fuck you, no, dude? No, no, not even that. <laughs> you, you just, I was just like, just put your head down, like. Keep going. Cause part, of, like, part of it. Yeah. It was, I was like, it's going to be funny afterwards when, <laughs> you know, when I beat the kid up and then, cause you know, they, cause the people that are yelling aren't the people that know anything about it. You mm-hmm. know, they don't, they don't know the, the difference. Yeah. In, you've been studying, studying his technique and shit. They, they, they even like, they even know the difference in like body type. They don't know the difference in, in, in speed. They don't know like how, who's stronger. They don't know any of that stuff, you know? So you were totally confident going like, yeah, I'm going to fold the fuck well, out of this well, kid. I, I, I I was next to the kid like a couple of times we did like face-offs and all that and the, I, f- I felt like I got a vibe from him that was like he was trying to scare me he was, sh- he was trying to show me that he wasn't scared in in order to to yeah he was coming across that he wasn't scared even though he's scared yeah yeah like I felt like he was trying to intimidate me into into, into being scared and I just it, it was hard for me to be intimidated by him because of his frame and all that and, and, I, and I, like, like <laughs> so I know, you're a bitch bro no no yeah but like i didn't mean it like that but he uh i don't know like he, he like his arms were little and, and, and like stuff like that like, I just, I just Dude, what he can do when he's down bro yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry you choked bro. him in like 10 seconds i'm sorry but I I just knew I just knew there was a difference mm-hmm. in, in our body types. I knew there was a difference in uh, maybe not even skill, but I just knew once I grabbed him, it was going to be over. Yeah. So you, most of your wins are via submission, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And have people been shitting on you because they don't think your striking's as heavy? Uh, no. I think, Again, I know nothing about the no, UFC. No, no. I'm just trying to talk in the frame of a UFC fan. Uh, people always just go, "He's going to get knocked out." People go, "He's going to get knocked out," but they don't see that like. I closed distance using boxing, <laughs> you know. Like, it's like you've been punching your whole life. Yeah, like <laughs> you. Really, so this last kid's big thing was his flying knees, you know, and uh, like people were acting like I was just gonna run into a flying knee, like <laughs> without expecting it, you know. When the whole time, the whole camp were like, "Okay, this kid's got one thing. It's a flying knee. That's what he hits people with." And and then like people are like, oh, he's gonna run into it and get knocked out by it. I'm like, I'm literally just gonna like keep my head back and then he can't mm-hmm. knee me. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you know, it, it's simple solutions to the problems that people are trying to bring up on me. And are you on a? Again, I'm gonna talk about ego. Don't do it, Connor. Talk about it every single episode. But I, do you have an ego now to the point where it's like, yo, like you? I mean, you have to when you reach certain levels of professionalism, but. Are you like, yo, I'm de- no one has beat me. 
Like, you guys can all suck my dick. Dead ass. Uh, well, I mean, I, I know that there's guys that can, you know. No, they can't, bro. <laughs> like, everybody can get beat, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was actually talking to Dominic Cruz about this. Uh, I, t- I told him, I was like, dude, like, you, the top five, top ten guys are all so good that I don't know if anybody wins cons- consistently. And then Dominic looked at me, and Dominic was like, yeah, honestly, I feel like every one of those fights is like a coin flip. Up for grabs. Yeah, wh- whoever whoever's better that day wins. So know? the league's up for grabs then, right? Yeah, but like fighting is so unpredictable. You know, that's what I'm telling you. Like you, you go into a bar and then like you pick something with the wrong guy and he just happens to swing just a little bit faster than you expect him to. You're, you're out cold, you know. Everybody's yeah. got a chin, everybody's got all that stuff, so. Do you, uh, so are you at a point now where it's like, yo, you know, I'm 3-0 in the UFC, fuck, I have to, I'm going to have to get to a point where I have to prepare to f- to fight one of these top dudes. Yeah. Like, you can never really feel ready for that, right? Yeah, I mean, this, I mean that's what I've been wanting to do my whole life, though. So. You're living into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, don't jump right into the deep end, but take your time with it. Enjoy the climb up. Who's the next fight? Uh, n- nothing yet. Who'd you call out, though? I wanted to fight Sean O'Malley. Or yeah. you going to fold him? Uh, if they give him to me, yeah. He's also on the come up, right? Yeah, he's undefeated. I'm undefeated. He sounds I'm, Irish, though, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more Irish than him. I'm yeah. from Boston. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I want to keep trying to fight undefeated kids. I think it's a good way to, you know, boost myself by beating up the... Yeah, well, there aren't many, guys. right? Bantamweight? I think there's three left now at this point. Like, at least undefeated kids. Uh, there's me, Sean O'Malley... And then Brad Katona. Word. And so Brad was like an ultimate fighter kid. He had won the last season at 145 and then dropped down to 145 after the, after the, um. For reference, ultimate fighter is like the UFC reality show, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. It's a good way for people to come up, honestly. Yeah. yeah it's a tough, tough way to come up because you're out there for six weeks. You take, if you make it to the finals, you take three fights in those six, six weeks and there's cameras in your face all the time and, and you're living with a bunch of guys that you're probably gonna have to fight it's a really smart promo yeah. though well, I, I think once you lose they like give you alcohol too so like you can't leave you can't leave the house till afterwards oh so, yeah because so, they want to induce so, controversy so, so. and shit yeah well I mean interesting show yeah I mean, for, it's, for sure it's, it's good for the for the viewers right <laughs> so here's a, a business question kind of a good segue but like the ufc is now it's been so prided on like fanaticism and like fucking sparks flying Mm. to be honest and i don't i i like being very political when i'm up here and not like being a dick but i felt like a lot of that mcgregor shit seemed like very cinematic you know what i'm saying it seemed like it was a set storyline yeah yeah do you and I know this is your employer, so you probably can't really say much. But do you ever think they push? There's they push a little bit of fraudulence into the market just to kind of build a fight. I don't think it's fraudulence. I think it's it's real stuff that happens. You know, I, I've been. You can understand why it seemed like it was a WWE storyline. Yeah, right? yeah. I've, uh, guys definitely try to hype it sometimes, but then there's guys that just are like that. You know, guys that are just you know going off the wall like. Well, Especially in this sport, you know, if, if football players go out and football players do crazy stuff, you know, sometimes too. Yeah, but it's fucking tapped. Yeah, fighting's going to bring the same thing, you know. The basketball players go off and do something nuts, you know. Like, you, know uh, you think you're not going to see it in a sport where you literally fight each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I do think they, they use it to try to get more viewers, which is 
you know, like, do you agree with that or not? I, I, personally, if it, I think if it happened, you can you can record it, you can put it out there, you can let people know what what the build up to the fight is. Um, I don't really see too much of a problem with it, but I no, like I like it. I think yeah. I'm just, it's interesting as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get what I mean, though. It seemed like that was like a larger than life story. Yeah, well, I think everything about Connor is larger than life, though. Mm-hmm. So I think they try to like. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel a pressure now that you're in? We're good over there. Adam, is, is it charging? Do you, do you feel a pressure now, like you're in the league, now you have to like over-market yourself? Um, no, like, I think we were kind of talking about this earlier, mm-hmm. with, like the social media, I just feel like I'm not very good at social media, yeah. but like, I'm trying, I'll do like, a little Facebook post or Instagram thing. But that's how dudes maintain themselves in the league, right? Uh, that's how people get talked about more, mm-hmm. that's how people get talked about more. I just don't have like... It's just a, not your lane. It's not my lane, I just don't have a lot of, uh, I got like... 5,000 people on. It will grow, though, bro. What's that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the more... This will get you a couple, at least. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. But, um, you know, it's, uh, to me, I don't think it's that much of a difference because I'm not, you know, top 10. Wanna, yeah, you I, get, you're going to get there, though, bro. Yeah, I've even met top 10 guys, though, that don't even have... Like, top 10 guys in the world, and they don't even, like, have anything big or flashy or nothing like well, that. Well, I more so mean, like, do you ever... You're like such a. You seem like such like a calm dude. Like you're a good dude. Do you ever feel like pressured to like be more braggadocious and showboaty? No, I, I just I just know that's not. It's, it's not, not you. It's not me. So I'm not gonna try to do something that's not. And the UFC has never been like, yo, like you got to be more of a dick. No, 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 never, never. They're all. They actually probably wouldn't want me doing that just because, you know. Then like this guy's yelling at me. That guy's yelling at me. Like, it's not your brand. Kind it's, of. It's, not, it's not even about the brand. It's about like keeping things. You know, like thing is like if somebody talks grabs me like i'll say something back like i'm not like worried about it like that but i'm also not trying to like when i'm cutting weight or when i'm like like just walking around by myself in the hotel for the fights trying to like you know mm-hmm. get get people off my back it's just a pain in the ass so i'd rather just sit there try to be your friend if you're not my friend then oh well whatever else will beat you up <laughs> yeah so so you're like you your lane is like yo. I just gotta keep catching W's, man. Yeah, just, right? Just keep winning, keep doing well. I, I've been training for so long, you know. It's a fight's just a fight. It's something to be. But but you're in a big game now, bro. You yeah, feel me? but it's still just a fight. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel you. It's still just a fight. It's just against better people now. Has it has it been tough for you to to transition? Like now you have to create a business behind yourself. It's now you're not on the come up anymore. Now you have to establish it. That that that's the tough part. Because if you're not business minded, it can be tough as fuck. Yes, yes. So now I'm at a point where I feel like I should be using the the you know my kind of resume to to be able to help me make money for later in life. Um, it's just tough to find a place to start with it, you know. And I think because sometimes people hit me up and then they're like, "Oh, like do you wanna?" You gotta get an agent, bro, right? Yeah. But I, I don't even think an agent really does it with, you know, like like future, like uh, I, 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 an investment, but like. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Oh, you mean like you don't think an agent would hop on because you haven't been popping with money yet? Not even that. I'm just saying like an agent won't help you, you know, set something up for the future. Well, you got to find the right agent, bro. Yeah, well, if the right agent's out there. <laughs> Hit him up, man. Hit me up. <laughs> there's, a, there's a big shift, and I'm noticing it, and this is something we can talk about afterwards too, but in terms of Boston entertainment, 
I see Boston brands starting to connect with Boston entertainment yeah. so much more. Like yeah. that, that's gonna be yeah. such a lane for you, bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I see a lot of uh, like new opportunity too, because like I see that that new casino is coming up. Oh, that's huge! Yeah. I forgot about that. So it's right up the street. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're gonna put up fights up there. That'd be cool. Oh, that would be mega. We get some fights down at the Encore. Whoa, that's a win property too, right? Yeah, yeah. I think in Vegas they have the Encore and the win. So oh, Dana White's got to be thinking about doing some shit like that. He must be. He must be. You, you know his story. I'm sure you know it about yeah, how like he, that mob got affiliated yeah, with this shit. Yeah, yeah. And then he, everyone says he got run out of Boston or whatever. It's a Hollywood he, story, bro. He's nice and safe when he comes in now, though. Oh yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> he's also a big dude. Oh, he's very. He's a monster. Yeah, <laughs> he's a monster. He's like taller than me. Uh, what are you six? It's like six three. It's probably about your height. Yeah, about your but he's height. like built. Yeah, he's got like a big dome, big muscle. He's a unit. Kind of have to. He's a unit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I want to just ask some of the questions that people had asked me. Oh, one, listen, shout out to Adam, Adam Hanna. Oh, yeah, yeah, Adam. I I can't believe, bro, that you said he was like a really good like focus fighter. Yeah. <laughs> that is not Adam at all, dude. <laughs> no, he, so me and him used to do private lessons all the time, and he was just like. He's very attentive, very respectable. Uh, when he he always asked questions to that made sense, you know. He wasn't just like asking just to seem smart. Just ask like he would ask you a question, listen to the answer, and then try out the answer, which is something that you don't really see a lot of kids doing. Yeah, um, you just you just want to have that private training client, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Adam, cut the check, bro. <laughs> but uh, but no, it's. He said it was a little weird because like initially when he'd approach you, it's like, oh shit, this kid my age is gonna be my coach. It's mad strange. Yeah. But he said I, it worked I, out perfect. Yeah, no, I mean, he, he, it seemed. I, I think it was weird, like, because you know, my uh, that was my job at the time. You know, it still kind of is. But, mm -hmm. Um. Do you do you still do training? Yeah, yeah, I still train people, so. Just maybe a little less as fight camps come in, you know, because I don't, I don't want to be like training for a fight and then have to, yeah, having it because it, it, it takes away the energy a, a little bit throughout the day. When when do you start to reach like in the UFC? I mean, it's still such a budding sport, but when do you start to reach the point where it's like, yo, public demands become crazy? Like you're gonna have to start. Be, you're like very torn doing, apart with your schedule. Doing it seems, media and stuff. yeah. Uh, Last time was the most media I've ever had to do. I think just because it was the first, uh, the, the first time on ESPN, uh, it, it wasn't too bad. The the bad one is when people all want to like set up interviews with you, and then they just can't get on board with a time, and then like how was this for a time? Was this okay? This was good. This is good because we you know we worked it out. But and then like once you get once you do the, whatever interview, they'll call you from some like some like burner phone or something like that and it's just like you, like i don't i can't even hear what's going on on the phone and they're asking me terrible questions oh phone interviews yeah phone interviews are terrible or like you, skype's fine but you ever feel like spread thin like you're doing too much media it's uh, just part of the job yeah it's just part of the job and i mean just talking to people well this one this is a little it. different than like a formal espn interview though yeah, where it's yeah. like a prepped question do this do yeah. that yeah you know espn interviews are are interesting because you would think they're a lot less personal, personable than, than they actually end up being. So the people will come up to me, and I'm like, oh, God, here comes an, like, a, like an official interview. And then the people will actually be funny. They're cool. You know, they're, yeah, they're cool. And, and so then like, I feel like they can actually work a little bit of your personality out mm -hmm. of you. I feel you. Yeah, but so, I mean, the bad thing is sometimes like you see the, like, the more important people, and then 
Like, yeah. You've also probably been seeing him on TV for so long that yeah. it's like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a sick merger, though, dude. Yeah. ESPN and UFC. Yeah, of course. I mean, like, so my first two fights for the UFC were on Fight Fox, Pass. right? It, it, so there was one, they were on Fight Pass, though, because, um. Fight Pass is like an NFL red zone for anyone who doesn't yeah. know. Yeah. So, because I was uh, prelim. And then, and then you you would have to like buy the app and then watch it on the app. And then my second fight was in Germany, but it was still like the the pre, the the highlighted fight of of the fight pass. And so nobody saw those two fights. But then this fight was on ESPN. It was on the preliminary card and all that. And now I'll go out and people will be like, "Oh, I saw you fight on ESPN. I'll say fight on no. ESPN." And I'm just like, <laughs> "It's the first time people have like come up to me and like had like a certain fight in mind, you know." Yeah, I mean that's I told you I'd seen your first fight on ESPN. Yeah, yeah sick, yeah, bro. It's crazy. And then even in uh in Phoenix and stuff like that, there was people that were like, oh, it was like I I went to like a it's called the Hash House of Go Go. What is like it? That. It's like a breakfast place in Vegas. Oh, a Hash House, hash like a hash brown type yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I was getting food at like four in the morning or whatever. And this family was next to me. They just kept eyeing me, kept eyeing me, kept eyeing me. And then, and then like, yo, let me just eat, dude. Well, well, no. And I was like, oh, God, like, this guy want to fight me or something. And then the guy comes up to me and then goes, I just bought all your breakfast. I saw you fight the other day and you won. Ah, oh, it's and you, huge. And, and he's like, I put money on you and I won money off of you. And I was like, oh, awesome. That's, that must be strange as fuck. Someone yeah. says they put money on you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Has any better ever hit you up and like, I got 50 can you now? You better not fuck this yeah, up. They don't, they don't say it like that, but all my, all, like, all my friends are like, Oh hey, like I'm gambling on you. Okay, so don't lose. As if, <laughs> as if that's gonna make a difference. Like as I walk out, I'm gonna be like, "Oh man, like Mike's got you know thirty thousand dollars on me." <laughs> yeah. Have you ever? Have you ever? Um, what was it? There was that that World Cup where like Argentina Argentina had that own goal, and then the dude came back. Or was it Medellin? It was Colombia, and everyone had bet on Colombia, and they had an own goal that fucked everything up, and then he got killed. Oh Jesus. Don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> That's real shit, though. Oh, fuck that. Fucking, is, the, is it weird for you now? Like, now you can actually be full-time doing what you like. When I'm assuming previously, it was like you would train, you would go to school, and then you would go to Cage Titans in Plymouth. Which, honestly, t when I see Cage Titans, I'm like, yo, this looks like a fucking experience. Yeah. Oh, it's so much fun. It's so it just much seems, fun. like, rowdy. They're yeah, yeah. The dude's oh. drinking out of flasks. The, the <laughs> girls are just, like, not that hot. Yeah, yeah. They, um, God bless Cage Titans. Um, I, I, I love going down there because fighting over there is different, man. It's like, there's, because I fought, you know, I fought Mohegan. I fought at Twin River a couple times. I fought at casinos and all that. And when you fight in places like that, it doesn't really feel like a, like a fight. You know, it feels like like a, a show. Like, it feels like an event. You know, and even the UFC, I still feel like it's just like an event. But when I fought for Titans, it was like, like the rings in the middle of, uh, of the of like the a town hall or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's people like so close to you, and they're just yelling and screaming, and the lighting is awesome because it's like. Pitch, it's not a little more black. grungy, right? Yeah, exactly. But it's not like a bad kind of grungy either, though. It's like a, it's, it's super intense. It's super intense, and to the point where when I would fight somewhere else, I'd be like, oh, you know, that's not, yeah, that's not that bad. Like, does it feel that brutal? And, and and dudes are, I'm assuming, a little less professional there too, which kind of probably, I mean, because dudes are there on the come up, right? Dudes yeah. there want want a chance to go to the UFC. So so it is, I guess, a little less professional in terms of like. You, you'll get guys that 
are only going to have an amateur fight, you know, or a couple amateur mm-hmm. fights. They don't expect to make their their career. Um, but I think the promoter makes a, does a good job of keeping the show running. You know, he he keeps everything entertaining. He keeps every, all the fights like, pretty, you know, like uh, well hyped up. Um, yeah, it's just a good show. Shout out Cage Titans, man. Yeah, shout out Cage Titans. But it, it's just a good, run, well-run show. And I think they have one April 6th or something coming up. You're going to get a celebrity appearance there? I'll be there. Yeah, I'll worry. be there. So you guys should all show up. Scout out. Scout out. Cage Titans. Hashtag ad. Hashtag, hashtag sponsored. Hashtag pay me. <laughs> Cage Titans pay me. They, uh, what was it? There's something my fault. If you got to take a piss or anything, let me know, bro. No, I don't know where Adam went. Just yeah, it just disappeared. There's a lot of noise going on too. I don't know if you realize. I wonder if like banging outside, piano and shit. The, the um. Oh yeah, I want to. I want to make sure I ask you some of these questions that Tark had prepared because he's a huge UFC guy. I'm just pulling it out. Here we go. So he he said that you were on the undercard for Cain Velasquez, yeah. which I had to do some research. But it's a UFC legend. Yeah. Is that like interesting? And he got his shit beat in, right? Uh, he popped his knee out or something like that in, in the fight. But so when I was walking out to go fight, he was in the in the hallway with a towel on it. And I don't know if you've seen this guy. Like he's like it's scary. He's a big. He's got mean jaw and he's got like those like furrowed eyebrows. He's a big scary dude. He had a towel on his head and he's sw- dripping in sweat. And he's not fighting for another like two three hours. Like I don't know why he was getting so hyped up so quick but he's straight up like grunting and growling and yelling and being a psycho yeah and so and this is when i'm walking to my place so i gotta go walk past this dude holy shit what is going on right now what the fuck (laughs) and he he had so so much time too i I was why was he doing that i think just to pump himself up three hours before the fight yeah yeah fucked him up yeah yeah. apparently he popped his knee out is that interesting though it's like these dudes are stars yeah go ahead you can that's all you bro and all this shit's for you too all right awesome thank you Sure, man. Looking for the golden hours. Yeah. So what? What were we saying? Is, I mean, that's like a, that dude's a legend, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He's so is it a legend? Is it like dope? Like holy shit, I'm fighting on the same card as him. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It's, but he was just such a psycho. You're like, what the fuck? No, no, no. I mean, it's just with all these guys, like they're just they're just normal people, when you get to know them. And and even I feel like you probably hold him. You for until you meet him in person, you hold him to a pedestal. Then you're like, this is just a dude. Yeah. It's. It, you hold him to a pedestal and then you see him and then you're like oh this isn't not that this isn't as cool as as what i thought it was gonna be but you're like i'm on i'm on, I'm on the same i'm in the same place as you you know so it's not like you can't really be starstruck crazy. yeah yeah and they're all nice guys you know i, I like some of the fighters that, that i grew up watching that i talked to and i'm like wow like like it's actually fun talking to you like you actually have a you're a good dude yeah and then, and then you see some guys, and you're just like, oh, God, like, this guy's... Egomaniac. Egomaniac, or, like, annoying, or, <laughs> you know, whatever. There's not too many of them, but... There are some. There's some. Oh. I, I honestly bet this dude McGregor is so exasperated in public in terms of his promo that he's probably honestly kind of calm when you meet him. Oh, yeah, he's probably just, like... He's probably just, like, hey, nice he's, to meet you. He's probably tired all the time. Oh, I know. He's probably <laughs> exhausted. Like high energy, and he's probably like, oh, my God, I just want to sleep. Crashes, I know. <laughs> I just want to sleep. <laughs> I don't know. He, um... So, I mean... Like like us talking, you know, it's not like, like this yeah, is yeah. weird. So that's the same exact way as it is with with me and the other fighters. Like it's just normal. It's like oh, it's just a guy. Mm-hmm. So, have, were you 
You didn't make it on the UFC 3 roster, right? The video game. Can you make it next year? I'll try. <laughs> so who, how many, what's the percentage of, of fighters they cut off? For, like, to put on the roster? Uh, so I have no idea, but they, I think they do kind of like active guys, guys coming up. Uh, I mean, I think there's a chance that they would put That'd me be on. fire. That'd be cool. That'd be sick. Especially if I get another win or two. Um, you, you have how many more fights this year, you think, too? Uh, I got, yeah, probably two or three more, maybe. Let's so go. We'll, we'll see how they. I definitely want to go to one, bro. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta come. They're sick, man. They're awesome. Wild. Yeah, I, I went to the one in Brooklyn just as a fan, and it was just so cool seeing everybody, you know? It, it, they must give me a press pass or something, though, right? Yeah, they sat me with all the other all the other fighters that uh, came out and watched. There was, there was actually two sections. There was, like, the super important fighter section, and there was just, like, the, the, the rest the of the The guys on the come-up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I, I was on that side. But it was still cool. Better off that way. You're experiencing yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, you get to see it from the other side. <laughs> But uh, no, there was a bunch of fighters, guys in my weight class out there. We all just kind of hung out, had a good time. So, so you could definitely make the new next video game, right? Uh, they they haven't said anything to me about it. I don't know if they're making a new game. Oh no, those that. games are popular as fuck. Okay, well then, hopefully they'll they'll hit me up. Saying, what do you think your rating is gonna be? Hundred everywhere. <laughs> hundred ten. I wonder what they give most rookies. Probably like seventies. Who's like the? I'm just gonna look it up. Who's like the the rookie on the come up right now that has like. Yeah, I'll set. Um, can't think of anyone. Um, that would be in the video game. Now nah, I'm trying to blank for them. Look up the roster, and I'll tell you. I'll t- I'll tell you somebody. Sure. Uh, Miocic no, is a heavyweight. He was. He was a. Title content. He actually he, he had the title. Uh, is he fucking massive? He's a big boy. There we go. Let's find it. Miocic is a ni- 92 89 grappling. They don't really have overall ratings. Yeah. These are heavyweights. We want to find your. We want to find your weight class, right? Yeah. 35. Ba- Bantam weight. Bantam weight, yeah. Okay. Dillashaw is a 94 striking, 90 grappling, 92 stamina, 90 health. He's the champ, though. He's the champ. He's not going to come up. All right, so I'll go all the way down. Lineker? He, he's good. He was, uh, he, he's like top 10. 89 striking, 87 grappling, 87 stamina, 92 health. I'm, here, I'm going to go all the way down. I wish I just, in general. The lowest is Wineland. 88 yeah, striking. Yeah. 85 grappling, 87 standing on it, yeah, 86 so, health. That's probably, that's probably it, then. That's probably where you'd yeah, bet. Yeah. But, I mean, imagine how nice it would be to have, like, 100 health in life in general <laughs> all the time. Oh, I'd be using you every time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, Soto actually has the worst striking. He's 83. Joe Soto, yeah. He, so he, he'd probably be a come up because he was only in the USC for a little bit. I think he got cut. So these are the dudes you got to face. So weird, bro. It's gonna be so. so you can fight as Bruce Lee. I'm gonna fight against Bruce Lee. That's what I want. <laughs> That's gonna be so dope. You see yourself in a video game. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna get so many people sending me videos of me getting knocked. You're out. gonna get so many shorties. No, so many people are gonna hit me up, being like, "This is you getting knocked the fuck out." <laughs> Do you get a lot of hate like, like that? Uh, no, uh, not really. No, I get. You're just not a hateable dude, bro. Uh, I didn't think so. And then, <laughs> you, and then know, you got so, the UFC. Some, some people do, you know. But I think people just find problems, so. Try to take out on you. For sure. You've have you encountered any psychotic fans yet? 
Um, yeah. People really love the UFC, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think of an instance. Um, they're not psychotic fans, but just like weird people. Definitely yeah. Definitely a lot of weird people. There's people that like just see see me out and then just like want to talk to me and then keep talking, keep talking. Seem like they've talking. seen you online and like a little strange kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's it. You can always see it just like, like, like. They have a weird obsession yeah, kind of with the conversation. Yeah, yeah. And then. How do you navigate that when that happens? You just try to. Keep it moving. I try to pawn it on somebody else. Well, it's like, <laughs> I'll be like, be, "Oh yeah, Connor loves the UFC too." I'll be like, "Oh man, this, you think I'm good? Talk to this guy right here." <laughs> <laughs> or, or I'll try to be like, it's "Hilarious." Or I'll try to be like, um, "Oh man, I wish I could talk more, but I got something really important to do." And then I'll go and like sit in my car, <laughs> just chill, <laughs> avoid people, yeah, hide, <laughs> just hide away from the, from the public. Hilarious. But it's not even like. Like, I don't know, not, not that many people, like, recognize me. I don't really think it's a big deal. I don't yeah. Think everybody else thinks it's a bigger deal than, than I think it is. I know. Have, uh, so this is interesting. So, growing up, you know, like, shorties love football players. They love basketball players. There's shorties, pro- is that a Lincoln term? Well, like, Lincoln shorties, it's my shorties. And I'm sure girls, when they figured out you were, like, nice at fighting, they probably didn't gravitate towards you instantly, right? Uh, no, not really. Has it bumped, have, have girls started to show you more attention now that they know you're in the UFC? Uh, I feel like girls don't even, like, know that I'm in the UFC. I well, like, you honestly, like, that's no, when no, you got to no. be public about so, it. No, so th- this is the thing, like, like, girls seem, like, cauliflower, and they're like, this dude's ears are fucked up. <laughs> and then, like... <laughs> <laughs> is that what that's called, cauliflower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, but, like, guys will come up. That's the thing. Guys will come up to me and be like, yo. You're my fucking yo, guy. Yo, yo, yo. Your ears not gonna mess with you, and then <laughs> and like this is what I mean. Like I can't like if I go try to take like last night I was out for St. Patrick's Day. I go about him and take a piss, and then like where, where are you, Southie? Yeah, I went to Coogan's. Oh shit, really? You yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, watch out, kids at Coogan's. You better watch your mouth. <laughs> but but then like you know you're taking a piss and then like get the, get the little head head shake thing, and then they look they like squint at your ears and like. You fight. You fight. I'm not going to mess with you, bro. And he's like, thanks, dude. <laughs> thanks, dude. And then, like, uh, I don't know. You got to you gotta figure out a way to be more public about it with girls, bro. Yeah. You got to pull play that pro athlete card. Well, I've been telling girls I'm a pro athlete for years. Are you? Are you a pro athlete? Mm-hmm. They think I am. I think you are. Huh? <laughs> I wonder, like, I heard, I heard this story. This guy went to a bar, and then he was like, oh, my name is like whatever ufc fighter and then like actually i messed up the story but uh so this this guy was at a bar and kept telling everybody he was a ufc fighter like hey i'm anderson silva yeah yeah yeah. what's the guy's name but then like the actual fighter went to the bar as the guy was like oh my name is and then he took out his id and just like opened up like took out his driver's license and just passed it to the guy he's like you're not this person i'm literally wow (laughs) the guy didn't even recognize him though like if I was going to be like, oh, I'm Manny Bermuda as a UFC fighter, I'd like at least recognize Manny Bermuda as a UFC fighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll, I'll start going to Coogan's. I'll say, yo, Manny. Yeah, well, I don't look like a Manny. You don't look like a Bermuda. Bro. Not at all, bro. <laughs> like Connor. Uh, Connor what? Connor O'Sullivan. O'Sullivan. No, it's Connor Holloway. Connor Holloway, O'Sullivan Smith. <laughs> oh, Finnegan. <laughs> Mike yeah. uh, Flanagan. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of Flanagan's out yesterday, bro. Oh, yeah, there were. Did you go to the parade? 
no, no, I woke up too late. Word. So, you, so when you're not fighting, you you'll go out and booze and like in Boston and shit. Yeah, I go up, like I love Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good city to be in. Um, you know, I, I like having fun, like going out with friends, all that stuff. You go so, like Faneuil Hall and shit. Yeah, uh, not Faneuil Hall so much, but actually, there's this one place I do like. It's called um, JJ O'Donovan's. I got a bunch of friends that work up there. It's a really nice. Cut guy, that check, so. JJ O'Donovan's. You're a yeah, spokesperson. JJ O'Donovan's right here, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh. I like going to Seaport, I like going through all the That's wild to me, bro. Too, yeah. That like one day you would just be out there. <laughs> but I mean, like, like I said, you just never know, you never know who's out there. Like, I know. So don't know. start fights, man. Yeah, yeah. Just don't fight people. Exactly. <laughs> That's my advice. Especially the kids in, in Faneuil. Like, I think they're all just always trying to fight. Well, well, bro, when I, when I went to Providence College, it was just like kids loved to fight. I, I got in a couple brutal ass fights. Did you? Yeah, just vicious. It was just stupid. Like there was one time I steel toe. I had Tim's on. I steel toed a kid in the throat. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was vicious. It wasn't like the nose, the orbital, or something like that. It was like right in the throat. I was aiming for his head. Yeah. <laughs> Those shits are you, deadly weapons, bro. You, you ever seen somebody break like a, something in their face? I've I've seen someone get elbow in the face and the cheekbone break. Yeah. So I did that in a fight. You <laughs> I, broke someone or you got yeah, broke? No, I broke the. The, the orbital and like so i was like behind them and i just go and i elbow were you just like oh, well, so I, I heard a crunch and i was like this is either his face or my elbow like, <laughs> oh. like and it was just the grossest noise ever so who was who the black dude you fought two fights ago two or, th- uh, or three well you bro i saw you hit someone in a fight and then you said oh, oh, they said are ben, you okay bendy, bendy. Yeah, you said, are you okay? Yeah, he was, he was a just really nice dude. <laughs> you felt bad? I didn't, feel, I didn't feel bad, but it was just... That's like, on footage. It was hilarious. Wait, are you all right? His reaction was funny. Like, like his, uh, You hit him up, hard. Yeah, he sized me up, sized me up, sized me up, and then, you know, like, his eyes just perked up, and then, I don't know. It was just funny, because, like... <laughs> That's hilarious. So this dude's in like, a UFC fight, and he clocks him in the face and said, hey, are you all right? My fault. Oh well, no! It's like oh shit, we're actually like, fighting. I was like, "You good?" And then my coach started yelling at me. He's like, "He's like, now's not the time to be playing like that." And I was like, "Okay, sorry." <laughs> you finished that dude though. Yeah, yeah, I choked him. Uh, he was a really, he was a black belt actually, and he was uh really good at foot locks and knee bars and all that. So um, you know, it was a solid win because he was a specialist. You know, those guys are tough to fight. Like if you're fighting somebody that's used to one style. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. What do you think like consists of the best champion? Is it someone with a specialty or someone that's well-rounded? That's a target question too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at like a Khabib. Khabib's a he's a wrestler. Wrestler. A wrestler. So's wrestler. Cormier, right? Yeah, but Cormier can strike. So Cormier is well-rounded. Jones is well-rounded, right? Jones is very well-rounded. Um, See, how has that shifted? Because wasn't wasn't Silva was a light heavyweight and was, or was Silva was a light heavyweight? Yeah, uh, light heavyweight and middleweight. And he was just a fucking striker, right? He, he could grapple. Or am I talking about Chuck Liddell? Was just a striker. Chuck Liddell was a striker wrestler. But now it's shifted to the fact where John Jones is good at like almost well, everything. Everybody, everybody growing up now has to do a little bit of everything, you know. You can't just get by with just one style. So, just the evolution of the sport. You're not gonna get a guy that's just like good at one thing and can, because you know, like this guy Israel Adesanya who's coming up, filthy striker from New Zealand, but like can wrestle enough to just like keep you keep him away from you you know mm-hmm. and and then it's like now, now what are you gonna do now he's your weight class no he's uh he's like an Anderson, he just fought anderson silva beat him oh yeah a decision but how do you fight a guy like that because now the guy's like 
this guy had like 74 uh, kickboxing fights or something like that. And then like grew up in a regular career path through MMA, you know, like, so he has like a, he's had like 20, 30 fights in MMA and then like 70 as, as a kickboxer. So he's got all that experience and, and he can wrestle. <laughs> and your bread and butter for the most part is, is jujitsu, right? Choking people. Yeah. yeah. So how, what, what would your second specialty be? Uh, well, I mean, I guess I grew up doing it all. I grew up wrestling, grew up boxing. Um, it's it's just it's just fighting. Man. It's just, yeah. Man, there's no like get it done. Like yeah, I mean, choke choking people is kind of like the thing I do best, but it's also just being able to get to the choke because you know shifty like, as fuck. Yeah, everybody thinks that's just like I just walk out, grab a neck, and that's it. But everybody knows what I'm gonna do. So how do I keep on getting people's necks? And reinventing know? and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And everybody says that you know like oh like I'm just not gonna let them choke me. <laughs> but like everybody everybody said that yeah. until this point, you know was a yeah so that was a, another thing so you think that people need to just be like totally well-rounded at this point to be yeah, a champ yeah very much so yeah especially to be a champ to be a champ you can't just be well-rounded you have to be great at everything how many more fights till you have a chance at the championship how many more wins uh you never know you never, like four or five know. maybe 35 is pretty deep so they, That's, uh, no four or five no 135 is pretty oh, deep oh, so, oh. so they have um I think they have a pretty good waiting list. It might be three, might be five. Assuming you. That'd be so fire! You get there, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just. Be big for the state. What's that? Big for the state? Yeah, hopefully, man. We we got a bunch of other guys from Boston up in the UFC too, though. All good guys. Yeah, I wanted you to speak on that a little bit, like how, again, because we were talking about like kids don't really have access to it. I mean, Adam was saying some dude like there's some other dude on the come up like Richie Costa or something. Randy. Randy Randy Costa. Costa. Yeah, he's from Lausanne. He's a good dude. He um, he's been pro. He's been fighting for a while. He just hasn't had that many fights. He, mm-hmm. He's got a good team behind him. Lazan MMA. Um, they're not my school, but you know, I'm friends with Joe Lazan mm-hmm. and and he he runs. Joe was a pro too, right? Yeah, he was in the UFC. So was that the standard when now that you're coming up? Like, oh, I gotta I gotta follow a career like him or Kenny Florian. I mean, Joe's made a lot of money from fighting, so I think he's uh he'd be a good role model to to follow. Um, you know, he he's, he he has had had a lot of like performance bonuses and all that. He's been in some crazy fights too, so he's he's like a fan favorite. Um, I, I don't know if you always want to be the the fan favorite because that means you get put through wars. It means you get hit in the head a lot. You know, it's it's, it's all. I, I just mean like being on the come up in Massachusetts and then being able to, to get to that point of, of yo, like, I'm in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, but, how do you get that but, attention? But, but, but Joe, so you see, Joe started fighting, like, way before there was amateurs. Joe, mm-hmm. Joe was fighting forever ago. So it, it, it'd be hard to follow what Joe is on career path now, now, you know? So who do you follow? Or who did you follow? Um... Honestly, nobody. I just kind of kept winning. I just kept, kept. Yeah, that, that's the thing. You just, just want to keep on like chipping away at it. Keep trying to make yourself better every time. You don't want to be out there trying to, you know, mimic anybody because like you, you mimic the wrong person. It doesn't fit with your with your personality. It doesn't fit with your fighting style. Whatever. You don't want to lose. You, you maybe maybe you keep winning, but people won't like you. You know, people won't like you. People won't want to take you in. Like if you're a pain in the ass to the UFC. It's gonna be all right. Whatever. Like we'll pass over you. Pick somebody better. Mm-hmm. So you you want to have uh, you want to stay true to yourself. I think. 
So how does the, as a youth sport, like, I feel, I don't know what your parents' initial reaction was, but they're like, yo, my kid wants to fight. <laughs> Many parents would be like, yo, I don't want my kid to fight because, yeah. like, this is violent and this is vicious and I don't want him to teach him this shit. Yeah, so my parents kind of thought it was more of a hobby at first, and then I started getting more and more serious into it, and they're like, all right, you can do what you want. Just make sure that you're, uh, you know, you're studying, you're working, whatever. And obviously they wanted me to be like a doctor, a lawyer, a spaceman, yeah, something, I feel you. <laughs> something like that. Uh, what do they do? So my dad works at Fidelity Investments. And oh, you got a corporate pops? Yeah. I got a corporate mom, bro. Yeah. And then uh, my my mom just works retail in in Abington. Word. So. But uh, yeah, no. So so, Did, so you knew I never want to work corporate, right? Yeah, no. I'm the same way, dude. Oh no, man, I can't do cubicles or accounting or nothing like uh. that. So, <laughs> oh my god, it makes my head explode. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So I mean, I, I don't think they were happy that you know I just decided to just full on do this. But um, I'm just gonna move this. Yeah, it's your time, bro. So, um, probably so, a good thing though. You probably like, all right, I gotta go prove that I'm good at this shit. Well, I mean, you definitely, definitely knew I had to go like all in. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm gonna do it, you're gonna do it all the way. You can't just like half do it because now, now you got, you know, risking that because then you, you, you don't succeed at it. And then your parents are like, oh, told you so. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's a, kind of a good thing in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pressure, but pressure's good, right? Mm-hmm. For some people. Some people. I feel no. like you you just don't get anxiety. Um, no, I was never really an anxious person. Yeah, that's probably essential for fighting. And you know, you know when I get anxious, when I go clothes shopping. <laughs> that's why I don't go clothes shopping. <laughs> why? Too many options. I just don't know what to do. <laughs> that's I, that's I why you need a shorty, bro. <laughs> sure. how, how do I do it? <laughs> I, I, I'll be like right in front of Coles, and I'll be like. I'm not going to Fuck no. Well, TJ Maxx is the, I the get, look. TJ Maxx, I get cold sweats. <laughs> oh, my God. I get cold sweats. So, so what you were talking about a little bit before we got up here was that first check, you got, you made a stack. Like you made a lot of money. I don't know if you want me to disclose it. Okay, yeah, I won't. That, that's, that was a lot of money for a kid our age. Yeah. No. So are you like, yo, I'm about to go blow this. <laughs> well, I, so I went on a on a little trip to Europe. A little soul um, search, little soul yeah, searching. Yeah, just by myself. Uh, it, you know, I got to go visit Germany. I went to go visit Paris. I went to three places in Italy. Traveling completely alone, just by myself. Good for you, man. Yeah, dude, it was so much fun. Um, Were you ever like, yo, I wish someone was here with me experiencing this? Or no, no, I I, I like just being like. Nobody. Are you only child? No, I got a little brother. Oh, word. He's, tw- he's twenty. Twenty. 20. He fights too? He doesn't fight. He used to wrestle in high school, but... So you could fold him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Christian, if you're, if you're listening to this, I'm going to fold you when I get home. <laughs> but uh, he, he, um, just being able to be out there by myself is, is awesome. Like, I don't have to be home by any time. I don't have to, like, be quiet when I get back. I can just have my own mess. Like, <laughs> nobody's messing with my mess. Yeah, I'm the same way, bro. Yeah. Like, even even when I go out to go fight, like... I'll get a run for my coaches and I'll get one for myself just because kind of let me do my thing diva ish, I guess. Cause I just go out there and I'm like, I don't want to, I want to deal with the anybody. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Don't want to like, you know, share a room. Don't want to have a TV on. Don't like, you know, sorry, sorry. I deviated on my question a little bit. So how do you, how do you incentivize parents to allow their kids to fight? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we got far away from that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, bro. We're probably gonna look back at this conversation. It's gonna be like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. So ask it one more time. Parents are traditionally they don't want their kids to get into fighting because they deem it as violent, okay. and it's not. Kids don't really have access to it, especially in Massachusetts, as much as you would town soccer. How do you incentivize parents to let their kids fight, and why? Why should they fight? So I mean, first of all. It's just competition. It's comp- It's a different kind of competition because it's physical, you know. But that's what makes that's what makes it such a good sport. That's what makes you learn so much about yourself. It makes you, you know, like I, like I don't get anxiety or nothing like that. But like, if if I didn't train, if I didn't fight, like who knows? Maybe I'd get anxiety. Like it's very primal. It's yeah, like it's primal. Humans but, are supposed to like get physical. You know, like like there's been times where like you know hurt myself like fall down or like whatever right and then you're like you're like oh man did i hurt myself and then but like i know what a real injury is like you know so i know that like if i'm not like completely messed up or something that's gonna like you know really hurt me like i know i'm fine just brush it off keep bro going. this is a terrible sales pitch <laughs> well yeah this is, this is a bad one you're safe, you're safe from falling down any set of stairs you're like you'll get much You'll get hurt much more if you professionally fight. Well, well no, no, no. I'm just saying you're going to. Yeah, actually, I. But, uh. <laughs> you, you just lost me. I, I, I know what you're saying. You're, you're saying, like, you're, you're mentally tougher, and then you also, you know, like, the capability of the human body more. So it's. You're not as much of a wimp. Yeah, yeah, basically. And, then, and that's um, important. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I mean, I think. It, builds character to not be as much of a one too because for sure. you start realizing what's important for you in life you start you know being able to be like all right i love to do this so i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with this and as long as i put in the right amount of work i'm gonna get results back and also if you do youth jujitsu you're not leaving with any bruises or anything like no, that no, no, just no, like no, you're no. grappling no and i mean what's the word you might fall down like in a kid's class or something like that yeah you know, the football you know, would be more dangerous no football is way more dangerous you never kids. wanted to play Mm. I got I got into the fighting too too early. Yeah, too early. You'd be a nasty returner. I think so. Returner. I don't even know what position that is. Like uh return a kickoff or a punt. You just like catch it and then just sprint. You don't watch the Pats? I don't watch football. What? You don't watch the Patriots? <laughs> no, like sometimes people are like, Oh, it's a Super Bowl and I'm like, Is it gonna be food? And they go, Yeah. <laughs> wow. So you don't watch any other sports? Uh, buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be fire. Yeah. I'm starving right now. Yeah, me too. What time is it? Oh we're doing we're doing great, bro. Yeah, we're doing good. Um. Yeah, I watch boxing. I watch wrestling. I watch combat sports. Do you don't watch any like like you have no like Red Sox, Pats, Pride? Ah uh, no. You're really a lone wolf, bro. Uh, <laughs> lone wolf. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> no, I mean, baseball. I'm just just like oh, sports <laughs> is boring. It's super so boring. Like there's no there's no. Like, I enjoy football more than I like uh, baseball just because, you know, like, I can appreciate what they do. I can appreciate the uh, death less. Mm-hmm. Like and, like, being, being that mix with all those, you know, 300-pound dudes, like, and being able to run that fast, mm-hmm. that's not me. Too much. Too much, too much. I think I'm too light anyways for football. Yeah, but you'd be, na- if you played, where'd you go, uh, Abington High? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you would have been filthy, like, yeah. mass high school sports. Yeah, but like, what could you run a four four a forty yard dashing right now? I have no idea. I hate running. <laughs> I did too. Holy shit! I did too, but 
I mean, I could sprint kind of fast. <laughs> I'm sure, bro. <laughs> kind of fast. In, in a cage fight, can you still, like, scale the wall and do a flying punch? Is that still a thing? Yeah, yeah, you can do the, the run and stuff. Does it, like, anyone ever, the, no, I mean, like, kick, yeah, like, bounce off the kick. wall? Yeah, you can do that, yeah. It's, it's pointless, though, right? Yeah, you close you close the distance the same amount just being able to, like, turn your hips over the right way. So, I mean, people still do it. It's flashy and it's cool, but. Could you moonsault, like, do a backflip off the edge? No, I don't think so. That's WWE. Yeah, yeah. You talking like, like run up the wall and flip that way? I mean, or, or like climb up on the top. You can't climb it. You can't climb it. That I would think, be fire. I think I saw one fight where a guy's getting like triangle choked, and he goes, picks him up, and then tries to throw him over the edge of the <laughs> ring. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, and the ref did not like that. Oh my god. I mean. Uh, That'd be so cool though. Like that would be <laughs> fire. Full, full toss around to the refs. That'd be so demoralizing. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I'd hate that. Holy shit! I'd hate to get tossed over the ring. <laughs> Did you like WWE growing up? Uh, I feel like if you start fighting at thirteen, yeah, then it's like, yeah, this isn't. This is fake you shit. See, you can see it's fake. But hey, remember, you might turn into a WWE fighter one day oh, after hey. UFC career is done. If if they're paying me, I'll, <laughs> I'll do it. Well, Ronda Rousey did it. I think that was sick what she's done. Except I feel I would love to see her fight again. Yeah. Do you, Do you think she's good at the WWE stuff? I think she's a good persona. Yeah. Okay. I, I haven't seen her do it at all. Yeah, she, bro. I love the WWE. Like I think the business is sick. I like like the way they market. Like how many things you know they can market? Like listen, what we're about to show you is fake as fuck. But, but you guys are gonna still, love still it. Gonna watch it. Yeah. That's so hard, that, dude. That's like movies though. Movies are the same thing. Literally. We're gonna show it's, you. It's fake. watching a live movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With storylines. Entertainment. That's what it is. You know how that much effort that shit must must take? I mean, she just so. she just started, what I'm assuming, she just caught a couple of L's and she was just like, I'm just going to go for money. She got exposed a little bit. She um isn't that comfortable striking and then now these girls are coming up with power in their hands. Who beat her ass? Holly Holm? Holly Holm head kicked her and then Amanda Nunes put it on her. But then Amanda Nunes went out and knocked out Cyborg too, so it's like... Minion is a beast. Yeah, she's a she's an animal. Like she knocks Cyborg out. Could you beat the shit out of Amanda Nunes? I, I met her before, and she's like so like sweet and nice. But I'm saying like, is there any equivalent like to a male and a female fight? I feel like there's some girls that are, that are just a different breed. I think Amanda Nunes is definitely one of them. I think in general, so it would be a good fight, you and Amanda Nunes. Honestly, I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Hopefully not. Like you versus Ronda Rousey, you think you can take Ronda? Yeah. <laughs> Travis Brown. We'll set that up. Ronda. Set that up. Yeah. We'll set that up at the encore. W- w- WWE. <laughs> That'd be fire. WWE fight. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, there's always gonna be a difference in in male and female sports. Though, it's not know? even close, yeah, bro. And, and like good I, and good I, for I, Dana White for creating entertainment value. But I, I, feel, I still feel bad saying. That's you know not it's the truth, same bro. though. Yeah, dudes are just they're built to be more athletic. Yeah, yeah, and like stronger, you know, faster. The f- and speed's like, different. And that's the thing though. Amanda Nunes like she's a beast, but she's still like Small. built different. Built different, you know. Well, like Brit- like Brittany Griner, like she's a real like she defies shit. Oh, who was she? She was the center for Baylor women's basketball, and she's like six nine, and she okay. can jam. Six nine. She's huge. Christ. Tall girls. Yeah. <laughs> That's six nine. You'd have to like climb up her and choke her. She, she had to carry me around. 
yeah, in a backpack. A little, little backpack. Yeah. See Ace Ventura. He's got the the big giants. Yeah, yeah. Man. That'd be me. <laughs> Jim Carrey's the goat. The <laughs> goat. How tall is Jim Carrey? He's probably like six feet. I bet. What's all handsome? <laughs> Crazy entertainer. Uh, okay. Let's put him on the WWE. Well, yeah. You should just when your career's done, just start setting up celebrity fights. Oh, that'd be. I love celebrity fights. I do too. I want to see. Uh, Soldier Boy. I Soldier Boy Jake Paul or Soldier Boy Chris Brown. Yeah, that's the one I want to that see. That would have been major. That would have been great. <laughs> I would hundred percent bet on it. Win winner fights Amanda Nunes. <laughs> uh okay, so this is Tark says um George St. Pierre connected all the disciplines. He was viewed as one of the goats. Okay, yeah. Uh it's a very young sport, it's still in its infancy, and there are shifts in technique and it's rapidly evolving. Jiu Jitsu is more dominant. Like it's more prevalent and is now one of the, the most prevalent techniques. He wants to s start fighting. What should he start with? What should his foundation be? I think a good, good, good foundation of wrestling. Um, you said wrestling, Tark. Yeah, re wrestling's good. You know, jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu's a good one to, uh, like, once you get your base, once you understand how to knock it taken down, you get some good takedowns in you. Like, jiu-jitsu's what you're doing off your back, you know? But being able to throw somebody down is going to be important for you to get those chokes, mm -hmm. to get you know, to get the submissions, all that. So you're saying you should learn to wrestle or jujitsu yeah, first? Yeah, learn to wrestle. Uh, I mean, obviously, the best thing to do is just pick it all up at once. You know, go to a good MMA school around you. Is there any here? South okay. Shore sports fighting? Yeah, but they're, they're on the South Shore, it might be a little far. There's plenty of schools out here. You can just look them up, and then you know, like, I know the like Florian Redline, City of Tong. Um, City of Tong. Who's that? De, De La Grate? Yeah, De La Grate. He's up here. He's the goat, right? He's yeah. like. Oh. oh yeah, no, yeah, no, no. He is. He is. I thought you were gonna say something. He, wasn't he like he was Dana White's business partner or something? Yeah. So, so he. I always see him in Vegas. He's always working with. Uh, I think he does like the trucks or something back there. Oh word. He's a good dude. He's cool. Word. Tark. Hope that answers your question. Okay. Um. We got that. So Noah's actually mad interesting to me is that the fact you said you never visualized like being in a UFC fight. That's, I, mean, I mean, it's just weird, bro. Because like I'm very focused, like, success focused. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Like psychotically, like I really obsess over it. But it's you know I visualize shit all the time. As a pro athlete, like so. It's going to take a long time to get to the highest level of pro athlete. For, the, for MMA, it's the UFC, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, it took, you know, 10, 11 years of, of fighting people. And then, you know, I had to beat all, all the guys that beat professionally, like, in a row. And if, if, you, if you, like, focus too much on the long term, it, it starts being, it starts being like kind of disappointing when, when you, you know, it's not happening fast enough when you're not getting it. So I think it's best to just go, you know, day focus, by day, yeah, day by day, focus on your next fight. Like if you end up in the UFC, that's cool. If you don't, you know, you, you're having fun doing what you're doing now. You're enjoying it. You're, you know, you're, you're loving the sport for what it is. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be doing it if you just think you're, you're going to be in the UFC, you know? I feel you. <laughs> what, what is your birth month? July. Word. July. Happy birthday, bro. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Four months. Yeah, what was yours? December. Happy belated. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I, had a, I had a pretty <laughs> fun birthday. Was there any... Uh, I got smacked. 
I was by, sh- by who? <laughs> no, I was shattered. Like oh, I think you got smacked. I don't. No, well, when I say smacked, I mean by liquor. Okay. Got right. bodied. Okay, you got bodied. <laughs> got choked. <laughs> got triangled. Exactly. There's a. So you can you can drink fine and no hangover, no bounce back, anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty. It's pretty impressive, bro. Heart of a lion. Let's go. Heart of a lion. The Bermuda's lion. Smacked. Oh wait, I, I came up with a nickname in my head for you. How about Manny Hands? Manny Hands. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Never, that. That's the first time I heard of that one. Manny Hands. Manny. <laughs> or Manny the Annihilator. Annihilator. Everyone always has the same nick, tough guy nickname, so. Bone Cruncher. Always, yeah, it's always like assassin. Yeah, the assassin would be beat. Assassin. Benito Lopez was a golden boy, right? Yeah. That's mad on original. Boy, what, 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 I don't even know the reference. Is it like Oscar De La Hoya? I, I got no clue. I thought, didn't he have dyed hair gold? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But does that make you the golden boy? You know, don't ask me, man. Gold. You beat his ass. Oh, I don't know. If only half your hair is golden, you're the half golden. You're the golden deer. Whoa. Oh, look at that. Plug. There, there was a. Is it ever awkward after a fight when you beat the dude's ass? Like. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Weird. Is it weird? <laughs> it's because they're disappointed and I'm not. <laughs> but you're also like a. You're a show. Like. You show mutual respect, right? Kind of. Yeah, yeah, but so it's awkward because it's like I'm at like the high of you know like like I just won this. This is awesome. He's at the low of like. Wow, My career I, might be in jeopardy. Yeah, I just lost. You know, this is terrible. Um, I was gonna ask you actually, what's what's the meaning of the deer? Like, why'd you pick a deer? So when I was with Adam at Providence College, I started doing YouTube YouTube comedy sketches under the alias Coach Connie. And YouTubers at the time, this is like three, four years ago, traditionally had end cards, you know, like pops up, like subscribe, like, so me and my friend were thinking like, Hey, let's come up with a logo. So I grew up in Lincoln on Deerhaven road. Oh, okay. And then I also at Providence, we grew up, I mean, our freshman year floor was called the barn and we all had our own animals. And I was like the flamboyant pony that was always doing weird shit. Right. Yeah. So we're choosing between a pony and a deer, me and my boy. And we were mulling it over for like two weeks. And I'm editing a video at like four in the morning. And I'm coming back on the highway. And I just shatter a deer. Full speed on the highway. So, so you have to pick the deer. And I tell everybody that deer lived. But in all honesty, <laughs> Rest in that peace. thing's dead as hell, man. <laughs> There's blood everywhere. <laughs> oh. And everyone wears them on their chest. Oh my That's God. where it came from, man. <laughs> well, what were these sketches you were doing? There were, I'll show you, I'll show you some videos after it. We'll do some, we'll do some sketches. Oh, you, well, that's another thing, bro. Have you ever thought of like, you want to grow your Instagram and shit? I know like all these mad, well, I'll talk with you after about this, but I know everyone with pretty large internet followings in Boston. Yeah. It'd be, that'd be interesting. That'd Manny the comedian. Manny the comedian. <laughs> Manny hands like the comedian. Slapstick comedy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we had a history MMA, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we talked about that. Shit. I think we got most shit. Is there anything you want me to talk about? Mm, no. I'm, I'm going to cut you a bunch of clips after this. All right. Just going to do a little promo. Hell yeah, we'll do a little promo. What are your DMs looking like right now? Uh, I, I got some funny ones. I got one that was like... uh. Thanks for responding to mine, bro. I'm a good dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um... No, you said you knew Adam, right? Yeah. So you got to, you got to connect. <laughs> um, there was one. This kid was like, 
oh man you're the greatest you're the best i'm a big fan and then I and missed, then dick pick oh and then i missed a weight and then he was like you're such a fucking fool <laughs> how, 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 how good how could you miss weight you fucking idiot i hate you and then I won the fight, and then he was like, "Oh, Manny, you're so beautiful." And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> "What the fuck?" And I didn't respond to any of them, but I was just like, <laughs> "How how bad did you miss the weight cut?" Four pounds. That's that's, that's pretty heavy, right? That's, that's a lot. That's a lot of weight. And I think we talked about it briefly, but knowing going into the weight cut, where you like, "Fuck, I'm definitely not making weight." Well, it's it's always a tough weight cut, but I didn't think I wasn't gonna make the weight. I thought I was gonna be able to squeeze through it, but because like, so in Germany, I cut. 15 pounds in a day. Oh, and, and what'd you and, just fucking stick yourself in a sauna? Yeah, basically. And, and like, but like, I didn't feel too bad doing it though. It was a thing. Like it just came off. And then this time when you go do the same thing and then it was just like, I only, I only, got, only, cut 12, 11. I only got 12 off and then, and then I had four more to go and I was just like dying. So. How do you do that? Just like put mad layers on yourself, stick yourself in a sauna. I just break a sweat and get in the sauna and then, you know, if you Cover cover yourself up in layers. Oh, yeah, it's it, it's fun. It's You'll have a, discipline the rest of your life, though. It's, it's fun. What's that? You'll have discipline forever now. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But <laughs> I mean, there's other ways to get discipline. Right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Stick yourself in the sauna for eight hours. So, all right. So let's talk like me and you are on some boss shit, right? In like yeah, eight years, me, shit. me and you yeah, talk, right? right? Talking. Or ten years. Where do you want to be positioned in terms of fighting? Uh, I still want to be doing it, obviously. Um, and you can fight till like you're forty. Yeah, you can fight till whenever your body tells you not. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to have a good, successful career with it. Uh, it doesn't necessarily, you know, I'm I'm still young. I can fight for years and years still. I haven't had any like big, big injuries or nothing like that. So it's not, you know, I haven't had any wars, nothing, nothing too crazy. So hopefully, I get the best out of my my career for the next, you know next decade or something like that mm-hmm. <laughs> so you see if i can uh make a title run make a title sure run. it's on your mind couple, right oh yeah yeah always is just make big boy money money's big big boy money adam said he had a there's he got called into his job that's why he disappeared mm. um, i was gonna say yeah he's, <laughs> he, was he was out he's been out he snuck out and then just i'll show you when we're when we wrap i'll show you the rest of the studio too okay that's cool. um yeah what's going on here there's a lot of shit going on, bro. This place is nuts. That's good. If you ever need to do, like, get studio time for whatever reason, we can get you hooked up here. All right, cool. Uh, let's find it. Yeah, so do, do you... One last question. Do you feel an obligation that you're kind of like a gatekeeper in mass now? Like, you feel an obligation to kind of, like, put on other people? In, in you're still way? so fucking young, bro. You're yeah, young as yeah, fuck. No, I mean... You're just <laughs> Man, living, I'm, bro. I'm try, yeah, I'm trying to handle my stuff, too, but... No, I mean, I, I like seeing everybody succeed around around me. I think everybody's, you know, as long as you put the work in, as long as you're, you know, doing everything right, you know, we, we can all be successful. You'll open, a, you'll open a gym eventually, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I want to. I want to. In Boston or? No idea yet. I got to see where they don't have a gym and where people are going to be showing up and all that. Facts. It's one of the cool things, though. Seaport, man. Seaport. But it's a different different kind of person, though. Like going through seaport but they got that bag in seaport bro. Bag. That, so that, that'd be one of those uh i think they just opened up and everybody fights up there yeah so, yeah so my guy foreman the different different kind of gym though you know it's not like a fight gym it's not like it's, a fight it's fight like gym. a trendy fight gym yeah it's a commercialized gym so that that's the kind of gym that would work well in, in a seaport the aesthetic's and, beautiful yeah though. you've cool. been in there no no i've seen i've seen pictures and videos of it though this aesthetic is beautiful it's a beautiful place
kind of but like that's george foreman money though. yeah <laughs> well no he actually interestingly he his dad never gave him an investment really he'd start that shit on his own so didn't uh george foreman senior didn't he have like all his kids were named george yeah, okay and his yeah. daughter was georgia or georgina georgina <laughs> that's that <laughs> no, it's smart cause, like, I'm sure yeah. Foreman will probably come on the show eventually so yeah, I'll ask yeah, him about yeah. it it's smart because now like all his kids have that name and then like oh you're George Foreman like, yeah <laughs> that's my dad that's me the grills mm. what happened to those they still have them yeah it like sucks the life out of your meat really pause but oh, yeah, no. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're effective as fuck yeah that's sucking the life out of your meat bam bam alright so this is how we start and end the show Right. You say hi, your name, and this is my golden hour. Directly after hi, your name, and that was my golden hour. And you address the camera, and we do it all at once. You got, you got I'm only supposed to tell you once, man. Uh, hi, my name. This is golden hour. Hi, I'm blank, and hi, this hi. is my golden hour. Because I'm gonna put this at the front. Then hi, your name, and that was my golden hour. Hi. Yeah, many Bermudas. You got <laughs> it, man. You take it away. Hi, many Bermudas. This is Golden Hour. That was terrible, bro. Hi, I'm Manny Bermudas, and this was okay, my Golden right, Hour. Right, and then, hi, right, I'm right. Manny Bermudas, and that was. And it I is, fight for the UFC, and I'm looking for a shorty. It is or it was. Yeah, I'm looking for a shorty. <laughs> looking for three of them. <laughs> uh, so, hi, my name is Manny Bermudas. This is my Golden Hour. Okay. This is my golden hour. This is my golden hour. Yes. It was. This is, this right? Is, okay. So you finished that. Yeah. Cool. You know I'm just fucking with you at this point, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got it, bro. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> okay. Hi, my name is Manny Bermudez, and this is my golden hour. He's a great dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you want me to do it? Uh, then then that, and then that was. Okay. Hi, my name is Manny Bermudez, and this was my golden hour. That was. You fucked up. That was. That was. I did fuck up. <laughs> Every, dude, I'll show you. Everyone fucks yeah, no, it up. It's no, hilarious. We, we had to do these for uh, for Fox Sports all the time. So, like, and it was just like. You, know, you just rattle them off, and it's, you get them all confused. Why? What would you be saying for Fox? I mean, wait, I used to do them for, for uh, Fox back when I when they had that contract with Fox. But um, I know, but like, what would you be saying? Like, hey, I'm Manny Bermudez. I'm fighting. Hi, I'm Manny Bermudez. Tune in on whatever network to watch me fight. And then, like, hi, my name is Manny Bermudez, and tune in to a slightly different network. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that right. means the show's going in the right direction. Nice. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so this was my golden hour. Hi, this this is. This is my, Manny Bermudez, and that was my golden hour. Got it. Hi, this is Manny Bermudez, and that was my golden hour. You know, the third try, he got it. Thanks for coming, bro. Oh, you dead ass? <laughs> we dap up over here, bro.